With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, to the Schmodown Entertainment Network, it is Christian Harlow here from the Schmodown Entertainment Network. And if you see that I am happy, if you see that I am excited, if you see that I have a pep in my step, it's because the crew is back. No, it's because I don't have to engineer. Thank you so much for being here today, and I'm excited that you guys are back with us on uh, the 22nd of June, Monday. Show is back, and joining me as always, the first person to get it a uh, a shout out here today. It's the reason why we're here today, and that's RB three. Welcome back, oh, Mister Robert Butler the third. How are you, sir? I'm um, good, y'all. Thanks for having me. Sorry for the gaff in the in the beginning. Right. Still working on fixing that stuff. Yeah, new, it's new. Uh, the sound effect machine is not going to be on, but Kate Mulligan will be, and that's her. Kate Mulligan, <laughs> nice to have you. <laughs> That's your nickname. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is the manager of swag, and he is Winston. Drip Drip Marshall. What's up, man? How you doing? I, I don't know if I could be called Drip Drip Marshall. That sounds like a walking <laughs> STD, bro. I don't know about that. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us from Vegas, Winston Drip Drip, Drip, Drip Marshall. Hold your assholes. <laughs> My God, I need a lot of penicillin for that. <laughs> when he's... For some reason, he decided us to join us when he could be raising over seven million dollars on Twitch. He has been the man Potter, like a butterfly, and stings like when he pees. And last and least, he is the main man, my man, who's been keeping this show afloat with me for the last few months, Brett Sheridan. What's up? It's nice. My camera on now. You're good. <laughs> we're all back. We're all here. We're all excited. And uh, this is uh, this is something that I was talking. Winston, I thought you had a subtitle on. I didn't realize that was your shirt. Um, so, <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. That's awesome. So there was, um, you know, conversation. Obviously, if you guys have been tuning in over the last couple of weeks, the the it's just been tough like this, whether we're trying to get people into the chat room or the zoom and, and the schmobot was cutting out and all this crap. And I was like, I, I got, I got to call RB three. So I called RB three and I said, this is probably a question I should have asked you two months ago, but do you think you'd be able to <laughs> run this remote? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was it. All I had to do was ask. And, uh, and, and here we go. <laughs> would have saved me a lot of, a lot of. I would, I would still, I would still be ten pounds heavier if it wasn't, uh, wasn't for RB three right now. So, um, okay, we have a lot to talk about, guys. There's a lot going on in movie news, and the first thing I, I actually, I'm, this just got tweeted out that I'm pretty pumped about. Um, we've talked about Cobra Kai. We're excited about Cobra Kai in general. Who's, who's got their, who's got their computer on? Turn it on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, are you yelling at RB3? Yeah, I was like, man, is the, the reason that you all are here right now and you're yelling at this man? You're a dumb motherfucker. You, you've always been stupid. But now you don't yell at angels. 
So give me whatever the hell you want. My bad, so, my bad. That was, that was all my bad, though. That was, that was my bad. Um, but this is, uh, this is something cool. The uh, William Zabka, obviously, Johnny, he tweeted out that Cobra Kai, there's rumors that either you're going to Amazon or Netflix, but it's official. They're going to Netflix, which is great. Goddard, do you know, is there any news? I know this is kind of new. I don't know if you, if you can look it up while you're looking at it. Is it, is it just season three or are they going to be able to air seasons one and two? Because to me, that's, that, that's, that's what I think is going to get more people hooked. Yeah, and that's literally what I was going to say. It's like, okay, now I'll watch it if I don't have to, you know, buy YouTube Red or, or, or Pro or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, take a look at that. And Winston, have you watched Cobra Kai yet? Have you seen any of that? No. So so this is – you- I am not paying for no more extra shit. But <laughs> you have Netflix, though. Netflix I do. Have- so if it's on Netflix, I'll watch it. But I'm not going to pay – like you said, I'm not paying for YouTube Red. What do I look like, a Gen Z or get the fuck out of here? <laughs> so go ahead. Along with the uh, along with exclusive rights to season three of Cobra Kai, Netflix will have access on a non-exclusive basis to the first two seasons of the show for fans to catch up. Right. Seasons uh, one and two of the Karate Kid sequel series starring Ralph Macchio and William Zaka will premiere on Netflix this year with an all new third season to follow. Fantastic. Nice. It's really smart because this is the same thing. Kate, have you have you seen this series yet? And will you uh, out now watch it because it's on Netflix? I honestly I haven't watched anything since this pandemic started. And I'll, wow, I'll that's like you. the opposite of everyone else. I know. It's because we got a Nintendo Switch for the for the boys. Yeah. And oh, so all I do it. is play a Nintendo Switch. That's Games all I I play Animal Crossing. I play Lego oh. Potter. <laughs> See, I got to get both of those for my daughter. She's got the oh switch. My God. Um, but Cobra I'll, Kai. I'll invite her into my island. You, you might as well. So yeah. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, this is, and Brett, we talked about this at length. This this means you guys are going to catch up on this. Now. Oh, yeah. Good. Thanks, Brett. So Arby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Arby we technically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back. Yeah. <laughs> RP3, are you going to be watching this? If uh, it's filmed on film, it isn't a film, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody sets RP3 off the way Brett does. Oh, man. Um, have you watched it? Have you, have you seen uh, the Karate Kid uh, series at all? Um, I, I did. I watched the pilot episode. I, I watched the first two episodes, actually. Um, I really enjoyed them. Um, I actually think that it was I thought it was kind of groundbreaking to see it on YouTube. I think the deal happened because Will Smith um, was the producer on the remake for the Karate Kid and Will Smith signed an exclusive deal with YouTube. So then it was like a big like kind of celebrity trade. But I guess I don't know if Will Smith's YouTube deal is over, if the Karate Kid deal is over or what's the plans with that. But I'm I'm interested to see. I'd be curious to see if they do upload the first two seasons. I know that with other um, Netflix shows that they pick up, they usually do air the um, previous seasons uh, as part of the package. So I wonder if that's going to be a part of the deal. Um, I'm sure Netflix is willing to cut YouTube a bit check, a big check, but yeah. I don't know if YouTube necessarily needs it because they're rolling in money too. So uh, well, they are, but they also don't want to do this original material anymore. So they're uh, so that that's why they're they're dumping everything, and this is their biggest show because this is the this is the biggest indication that they're not doing it because this is a hit show. This is the only really big hit show that they've, they've ever had. So getting rid of it in Netflix, if you look at, um, I, I use um, Waco, when I saw Waco, because it was on Paramount first, like two years ago, and then it comes over, and then, then you know, you came over and all these things come over. So they've, they've done that before, where they've had shows that have debuted other places, and now 
they're going to air this new season. And now, now if they, if this does as well as I think it will with season four and now Netflix is paying for it, you're going to see even bigger production with, uh, with season four, should it do as well as I think it might. And I think, I think a bigger part of the conversation comes in like what else is YouTube like planning on developing. Right. Cause now I think they're transitioning their focus to like live streaming and to music. Um, so I think like, you know, they've been making a lot of exclusive deals with music artists. They've been promoting a lot of live streaming because the super chats do super well for their revenue stream. So I think that's where they're putting more of their direction on where YouTube is centrally focused on content. So I agree. Um, I just, it, if we went back to RB3, is that a possibility? Does he have to talk? It looks like his microphone's just a droid that's hanging out. <laughs> yeah, it really does. If you're watching on the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's really a droid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, listen. So before we get into the next story, also let everybody know, we're really excited that the crew's going to be back starting today, but this is it's still a bit of a, uh, a test because the reason why we had to know we were worried about being able to do this is because if you guys are able to do the donations streamlabs.com slash the schmodown or super chat um that allows us to be able to employ everybody back and have everybody back the uh the show is run through the donations here so if you can streamlabs.com slash the schmodown the schmobot from starting today will not be on until 10 30 10 30 is when it will start um but if you do put in a Schmobot and it already come through, RB3 is able to replay it later on. So if you did put one in already, you'll be able to replay it a little later on. So you and guys. If he um, doesn't replay it, Christian will yell at him. That's when I'll yell at you. I, 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 I no, that is, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Never going to happen. Christian's good about not yelling at you. No. Nah, yell at me. I'm his manager. I got this. Don't even worry about that. Baby. You know, you know what's funny? I was thinking about Marshall. I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I was. Um, this morning, I was thinking about all of the Schmodown competitors that have ever given me problems. And and I said, you know, including managers. And I'm thinking, have I ever had a spat with Ro- Oh, yeah, definitely Roca. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can I, I'll kind of ask 100%. Uh, and I'm going through. I came up with a name. Uh, RB3 doesn't count. Because you know RB three is, is is more SCM, but I came up with a name of one person that I have never had a spat with in the history of the Shimona. Can you can you guess who, who that person is? Ben Goddard. No, no Goddard. No, I definitely, no, Goddard, no, no. Goddard is a rookie, and I probably had more issues than him. <laughs> yeah. Were you around when my first teams match premiered? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, uh, Goddard. Uh, uh, Goddard. Uh, is probably the top. I think uh, Rachel Cushing. Rachel Cushing. No, definitely had some Cushing. Uh, that no, Ace Ace is Ace is too a little too. Is Cody Hall? You've had too, you've or? had spats with Ace. Don't don't you've had like. <laughs> but that's through. That's not, I'm talking about through yeah, Schmodown. Yeah, yeah no, no, exactly, exactly. Schmodown, no, 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 Schmodown no, no, specific. Yeah, um, yeah. No, the answer is Mark Riley. The answer. Ah, wow. Been in the league. But since it sounds the first like, like it sounds like you might be the problem here, Christian. If you fall with everyone <laughs> in the league. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that the case, or is it the fact of once, 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 once? But hey, how you doing? You have a nice Father's Day? No, I want a match with this person. Oh, okay. How about no, my entrance should be this. Wait, what? Hey, you can't use that music. Why? Oh, you know what? I want a mariachi band to come out with me. You want a what? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, exactly. Man, I feel like that was definitely a, a ding. Oh my God. 
I have to get a mariachi band to play the swag thing. <laughs> Holy now shit. Now we talking. Now we talking. <laughs> yo, I like that. Yo, when Ace comes out for his match against Laura Kelly, we got to have a fucking mariachi band playing the swag theme. That's nice. Oh. They, opened up, they opened up the floodgates. Um, anyway, yeah, I was thinking. one match. I don't remember talking to you before or after it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so funny. It was my, my wife said this. She's like, she's like uh, what did she say? She was kidding, but she goes, yeah, the only one you care about is Brett. I was like, more than my kids? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, guys, remember streamlabs.com slash the schmodown. If uh, you want to see these uh, these peeps continue to be a thorn in my side, keep them on the show. Go to ask your questions. Now, look, the other thing we're going to do as we before we go a little later into the show is at 11 o'clock to 12, we're going to have a topic to talk about with you guys, whether it's 80s movies, favorite actors, those types of things that we'll ask you guys. and We'll have a full discussion. We did Father's Day movies on Friday, which was really cool. So, um, all right. Next next topic here is the Kingsman trailer just dropped also. Um, you didn't like it, Ben? No, I loved it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was great. I, I loved it. It looks so much more back to form for like the the mix of like serious plus, you know, some goofy over the top stuff. Like the second one was, I think, more of way goofy with a little seriousness. But this one seems like a like a really good action movie that shows exactly how we got into the uh, the formation of what made the first one so good. But Ben, you dug it also. Yeah, like I did like the last one with the War Pig song behind it. Like that, the war, the Black the Sabbath trailer. is just the so, so. Yeah, the yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, man, that was so good. But I was that. This was, I mean, before COVID, even before, like, cause that got pushed back before COVID happened. Uh, so this was my one of my most anticipated for the year with Ray Fiennes and Jimon Huntsu and Jim Arden. Like that's a cast right there. And I love going back to World War One times. And you know, Rasputin is gonna be like, is does he have like? Like, it's always, you know, did he have, like, these magic dark powers or something? Like, what's, is he creating zombies? Or, but I can't wait. It's It looks awesome. It looks really good. Anybody else get a chance to see it today? Um, The 30 seconds before the show when you told us if we just watch it real quick. It just dropped. You wouldn't have watched it anyway. I would have. Uh, I do things now. I read the articles. my <laughs> After watching a trailer. Kate, ask me what I thought of the trailer. So what did you think of the trailer, Brett? Oh, yeah, it's good. Hey, keep it short and sweet, you know. Just people don't want to be bored with. Well, I, look, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, the music and there's some people in it. And yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: I did get to the second round of a rent audition singing War Pigs. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah. Yeah. In Los Angeles. Wow, wow. perfect. Yeah. Nice. Right, so, so Goddard and I are the only ones uh, who did our homework. Uh, RB3 is, uh, you know, was working, and the rest of these three are delinquents. So um, we, we. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you though, man. The trailer, the the trailer. To be fair, the trailer dropped like three seconds before we went on the air. But it is, um, it is a really good um, trailer. I really liked what I saw so far, and the fact that um, I was kind of, not hurt, I would say, I, I just was disappointed by the second movie because I'm such a Matthew Vaughn fan. And what I saw, and, and I loved the first one. I mean, I loved the first one. So yeah, I, yeah. I remember leaving that second movie going, oh, this is I mean, oh I mean, I, um, in all honesty, it felt very similar to me as like a Bond film where it's like, the second in one? The, yeah, in the, in the sense, hold on. And not, not, I mean, the, the whole of the franchise in the yeah. sense that like, the corny era too. Getting, 
Huh? Like the corny <laughs> error bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like so also from the standpoint of like I can watch them all individually and like one way more than the other, but I'm still like I'm in the universe. I'm kinda like I'm here. Or even a Marvel movie. Like you go and see like Ant Man and the Wasp and you're like I mean, cool, but like, I like it's Marvel. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I felt about the second one. So I didn't get super disappointed about it because I felt like they were trying to build this franchise out, and it had great moments, like having Boss Hog sing "Word Up." Are you kidding me? That was incredible. It looks good. I, I, so oh. yeah. So anyway, the, the trailer dropped. Apparently, from what someone said, it came out last night. Well, I got a notification from it today, so that's when I saw it. Um, so if it came out last night, then everybody should have looked it up. So eat it all right so <laughs> next uh next who's that snitch in the chat tell yeah give, give me that yeah, person's that screen cool. <laughs> snitching like six nine <laughs> the great tyler myers um once again guys remember streamlabs.com slash the schmodown start getting your questions in there now and get the schmobots ready for about 10 minutes we are going to turn it back on and also let's start to look at the chat of what you guys want to talk about here today do you want to talk about greatest action stars of all time do you want to talk about romantic comedies what do you want to talk about so let's let's bring up some potential copic copics let's bring up some copics uh, oh, no, let's not bring any copics this is my last uh, show here today so I, uh... <laughs> ixnay with the op k diehard <laughs> movies um yeah diehard villains anyway so the other thing, by the way, speaking of someone put Disney Plus and, and talking about watching something on Disney Plus. Well, Disney Plus just announced or, or, or put out a trailer for Hamilton. I had no idea this was even coming. You I had no idea. Wait, 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 wait. You caught the trailer three minutes before the show, but something they've been talking about for five <laughs> months. You didn't know nothing about that shit? I didn't know. Oh. Gonna, no, I didn't know they were going to. I didn't know that they were gonna, it was going to be an entire. They're going to play the full show um, for okay. Disney Plus. That's cool because I've never seen it and it's impossible to get tickets. So maybe that's how they got everybody now. Finally, they're like, look, you can just pay, uh, you know, six ninety. cast. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah they filmed it like five years ago, apparently. Yeah, apparently. yeah. somebody somebody wrote in the chat room, Harlow's just about is about to see the trailer for Casablanca. He's heard good things. <laughs> 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 hey, you guys, you know, there's a movie out there about this, you know, it's this guy, right? And he, uh, he's got this partner and he's, uh, and, you know, he's, he's kind of a loose cannon. I, I've never heard of this movie before. And, 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 his, and his partner keeps saying he's too old for this shit. I was like, what? What? I don't I never heard of this movie. And they're like, get this. They call him a guy a lethal weapon. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Christian was this close to watching Gone with the Wind before they pulled it off, uh, off all the streaming services. I, I've never, you know, I've never seen that movie. I have it. I have it here. But what did I watch over the weekend? Um, did I watch anything? Oh, no, I watched yesterday. I watched your favorite. Ben, I got to tell you, I have never disagreed with you more. Uh, Rogue One? It's fucking awesome. Oh it's, my god, I hate it. It's so good. I, I, I'm what, ten minutes in my in my uh, rewatch of it. It's great, dude. I, I was so I was watching after watching the gallery series, and we can get into this. I guess this kind of will us transitioning into this Mark Hamill story also. But like the gallery series is a must watch for Star Wars fans. It's a must watch for Mandalorian fans that 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 you know maybe weren't even big Star Wars fans, but then caught on. The gallery series is so damn good. The last two episodes were probably my favorite, and the last one that they did was like the connections and how it all tied together. Um, and watching 
just that original feel. I was talking to my brother about this. My my ranking of the Star Wars movies used to go. Uh, at one point, I had Force Awakens even over Jedi. And it was, after rewatching everything, my my official ranking right now, and it's oh, it, it always change, would be you know the for Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, and then Force Awakens, because Rogue One, if you look at it, put it next to like Mandalorian, it's so much more in sync with. Clone Wars, the prequels, the, uh, the the original trilogy, it fits into the overall. Um, I, I'm sorry, I know I don't want to open up a can of worms here, but the the new trilogy is such a goddamn mess. It's just a mess. All all, all three of them, you know, combined. You, you look at them like together if you like the movies in general, and you can. But as a trilogy altogether, it's a mess. And when you look at what Rogue One and the way it ties in, I just thought it was. I, I can't. I, I remember liking the movie. But as I was watching, I, was like, I, I love this movie. I really do love Rogue One. Sorry about that, Goddard. No, just like mm. I've watched it. I watched it three times. Uh, you know, the last one was for studying. Uh, but I, I can't get into it. The first half is just planet jumping and not really getting to know anybody for me. And then just like the, the last half, you know, the graphics and like the actual like filmmaking is very good. But just... It, it makes it just doesn't make any sense for me and it, it's just too referential like it felt very like hey remember these guys from a new hope that luke almost dies from they're on this planet how do they get off in the next five minutes before it blows up no one knows but hey there they are that's so small though that's like that takes you you could they could have been from this from the second that they left that marketplace they could have gotten on a ship and left it's like those those guys just popping in there for a second i mean that's the stuff that bothers you i mean like the the well like also there's no vi- like it should have just been krennic as the villain but you know and i'm not i'm not because i know there's a lot of reshoots and everything where yeah. they put darth vader in there and they put uh moff tarkin in there it's just like okay who's the actual bad guy in this movie and then also if you have a the base Empire. if you have Empire. a base <laughs> on Scarif and it gets taken over by 12, 15 army people, you don't call in AT-ATs to destroy your entire base and try and get them out. Like it, like, it like makes no I... sense. Like if someone took over my apartment, I'm not gonna take out a bazooka and try and get them out. <clears throat> I, that, uh, I, I, I full heartedly disagree. First of all, have you met the emperor? Do you think he gives a fuck about a base? He'll blow that shit up in two seconds. Like that's, that, like the point is, I think that we all forget about the Empire. They're all about overkill. But like literally, Luke Luke shows up with the First Order, and what does Kylo do? Fire every single gun we've ever had in our life at this one motherfucker. That's like the that's, First Order, not the Empire. Yeah, my point is, but they come from the shadow of the Empire. First, right? yeah, yeah. first Order, First Order from that uh, that trilogy. First Order is the Empire when you look at it it's because it's what Palpatine basically has formed from the beginning. When oh, because yeah, he had a, a tank full of Snokes. I forgot about that. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's my point but anyway but but it's all it also goes back but it also jumps back to why uh, you know i think a lot of people now are on the same page that the mandalorian has really replaced the mandalorian is everybody's star wars right now it, because it not not only for the fact that it's just this far superior stories out of what's been released in the last like five six years but because of the way that a we're getting more of it and the story continues and it's and it's already these characters are starting to get attached to and these backstories and all of that but there's also it's the the stuff that this is what they cover in gallery it's these connections and the way favreau had a great interview and what he said he said in one of these gallery things that he told them when he got the job that he did not want to just um start doing stuff 
inspired off of Star Wars. He wants he wanted to make material that inspired Star Wars, like what inspired George to make Star Wars, like the Westerns and the samurai films. And you feel that Mandalorian. And it's why it was success is successful and why the fans are really responding to it and why it's continuing to go on. When you look at the connections and I think the other thing that I was already starting to do that I talked to you guys about uh, for a while was get more of an appreciation for the prequels, right? Like I had had a, uh, uh, like, you know, I, I had said a, a long time ago that prequels to me, I still think that the dialogue and the acting is, it's not great, but the story is really there. And when you listen to Filoni and all these guys talk about it, 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 it you have a greater appreciation for the prequels. Um, so Winston, you know, when you're, these connections and the stuff that they're putting together to, there and the way that, that Filoni and uh, Favreau have been handling this, do you think that we're just in more and more great um, things for Mandalorian or do we just get lucky with the first season? Um, I think that they have the ability to take this to the next level. What I am concerned about, like any good thing that happens, I mean, you just said it about how you felt about Kingsman. You got something that you absolutely loved and then you get some time off and the, you, you restart the process. Can they recapture the magic? I'm a little nervous. I won't deny that. Um, but I think they can do it. I mean, we've seen that they, they 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 did it throughout an entire season. There was maybe what one bad episode. Hey, Mando! Like you know what I mean. So right. I I think that they can they can clearly recapture that magic. Uh, but it will be interesting to see what happens. You know, well, it's uh, funny you bring up that episode because that's ultimately what we're talking about here today with something that was revealed and nobody really knew about was that there was a lot of cool stuff in that episode that I didn't even realize until rewatching on this gallery thing. And so if you guys remember R4, who's the droid in episode four, remember when Luke is going to get R2-D2 and C-3PO, there's the droid that pops the gas and he goes, this R4 is a bad motor. Got a bad motivator. Right, right. And so Filoni <laughs> says R4 is in that scene. R4 it has stayed on Tatooine. He never got out. And he's working in the cantina, which was great. And then the other thing was that there that because of what has happened with the Empire, like remember again in episode four, droids weren't allowed. We don't want their kind in here. And that's changed now because there's a droid working at the bar. And not only is there a droid working at the bar, it was voiced by Mark Hamill, which was incredible. So many great tie-ins to that. So um, maybe, you know, even though I agree that you look at that episode, um, and it's not the best, but there's some cool shit the way it all ties together. Ben, did you did you see the gallery series, Goddard? No, I you know, you guys have been talking about it for weeks. I'm just so bad with TV, but I really do need to watch it, you know, talking about like how they filmed it and everything like that, because I did enjoy Mandalorian quite a bit and just like seeing how they filmed it and how this show came together. I'm really looking forward to season two. I'm hoping they stay away. Like I said, I, I think a big reason why people did like it, uh, aside from all the obvious reasons, was that it didn't touch their Star Wars. You know, there's no Skywalkers, there's no Rey, right. there's none of right. that. Yep. And I'm hoping they stay. I'm hoping they stay in a galaxy far, far away. There's more than one family. Yeah, I think they're gonna. <laughs> I, I, but I, I think there needs to be at least mention of Luke, though. There's got to be mention of him. I mean, this is he, this is the guy that that rid the whole um, galaxy of the Empire. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, if his name's mentioned, if Han Solo's mentioned, if Leia are mentioned, I think they should be mentioned, especially if they start to meet some more rebel um, or not even rebel, New Republic people, because they're going to they have to explore that side of it, too. There's only so much they're going to do with just the lone bounty hunter adventures, um, because there's a there's an overall story 
that they're explaining. And I think obviously with the rumors of um, of Ahsoka Tano and there's going to be a lot of connections to Rebels. There's no doubt about yeah, it. And, yeah. I, and I welcome that because I, I think that it also um, maybe people who have never seen it Rebels before after watching Mandalorian season two, they'll want to go back and learn about these characters. I'd be down for Alden Ehrenreich to definitely make an appearance for sure. I like the, the more I watch Solo, the more I really like Solo as as a movie is not great, but I really like him. I really you think like Alden Ehrenreich showing up showing up in this series as Solo, even though we've seen even though we've seen he, that that's that's putting a lot of pressure on him because if he if you put him in during that time period, then he is going to have to he says his the luxury that he had, even though I don't necessarily feel that was Han Solo at all, the luxury that he had in that role was people could say, well, this is before he became the guy that yeah, yeah. you know we all know. If he shows up in that time period, he's got to be that guy. He's got to be sure that guy. Me hands down all the way through and then you gotta that's that's a risky that's a risky thing i i, I think you keep solo out of it well i don't i don't so for me i i kind of think it wasn't his fault uh the the whole han solo thing i think the whole switching of directors was really the biggest problem but i think at the end of the day i hope he gets another chance i don't i don't think they'll ever give him a chance in another movie though so i guess tv would be the best way to kind of like slowly weave him back into the into the fold so we're we're saying two different things here, RB3, because if there's a if there's a way and we've talked about this, like they had mentioned, like Crimson Dawn doing a series with like Darth Maul in power and then getting, uh, you know, um, Amelia Clark involved. And then if he came in to reprise that role and they gave him different direction and he could, you know, maybe start to own that uh, the smugness and of what Han Solo can be. I'm down for that. I'm down for them trying that. I just think from what Goddard had said about potentially putting them in at that point uh, during after the rebellion has taken over and the new Republic is, is, you know, running shop and having him basically play that general that we knew general solo. That's a lot of, pr- it was a lot of pressure in the first place. That's even more pressure yeah. to ultimately take on the, uh, that time period that Harrison Ford made famous. Yeah, no, I, that, that's very true. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. anyway, we can all agree that his, the way he got his name was really cool. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. No, don't bring that. Hello. Yes. Hello. Uh, guess what everybody let everyone know here you guys uh it, it is summertime i know people are still going to the beach and you're staying six feet apart but guess what you want to unveil your summer bod manscaped it's here <laughs> to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready for the wild uh they got good stuff going on we've talked about that for a while don't be the guy at the beach with a big bear rug on your chest and if you grew some quarantine man tits the last last the least the least that you can do right now is you got to make sure that they're, that they're hairless all right. So the the best is that if you, you don't you don't ever you've been there before and you feel proud of yourself when you're walking through and you have you got the bathing suit on. And if and if, if there's like if there's like a bushel coming out, you're like, oh, no, that's 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 offensive to people. They start to dive in the water. You want nothing to do with that. What you want to do is <laughs> you want to make sure that you're you're, you're nice. You're cleansed. You want to go. Oh, look at that guy. I bet she's got shaved balls. Um, so the, the Man- Manscaped is dedicated to helping you guys level up your full body grooming game they have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0 the perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0 waterproof we've talked about that at great length it's amazing cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid form uh formulations to round out your manscaping routine it's the best trimmer on the market for those of you in need of a chest shave the third generation trimmer features the skin safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. Don't give yourself an accidental nipple piercing. Nobody wants that. And you can also 
adjust settings to get a length that you like. And you can stay on top of it with almost no effort at all. You can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough. You say, hey, look at this. This is where the, the, the goods are. <laughs> Be sure to use their crop cleanser to keep your hair and skin healthy. It's an all-in-one formula, so it's, uh, it's – oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, see, I'm so excited about this. Be sure to get your, use the crop cleanser to keep your hair and skin healthy. It's an all-in-one all formula, so it's good for health a healthy chest hair for your skin inside the perfect package. You're also going to find the manscaped uh, cop preserver an anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, because you know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your, uh, your bathing suit all day. It stinks. I hate that stupid feeling. You also find the crop reviver. It is the testy toner. That's designed to give you a pep in your step. Subscribe to the perfect package. And get a new blade re refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months. And for a limited time, limited time, subscribers get two free gifts. It's the shed travel bag, which is about $30, $39 uh, value. And their patented high performance reduced shaping manscape boxer briefs. 20% off and free shipping with the code SEN20 at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. You get 20% off. And free shipping with the code SEN20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use SEN20. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, my, 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 favorite, my favorite is looking at the, the, the chat and people don't realize how, uh, how these things work. <laughs> I just want to say, have you checked out the GoFundMe for all the guys that tested out the Lawnmower 1.0? Um, <laughs> the lot mix on that one they got they got it right but the before it was a little messy so by the way you guys it, it may look like my hair is braided but this is actually my pubic hair has come up and over my head now perfect so just you, need, down the side. You, you need this now That's yeah that more you need right, so a 5.0. Damn, it's yeah. not all the way to your head. You need the weed whacker 3.0. Yeah, I actually need just an actual lawnmower. Oh, it looks yeah. good. I think it looks good. You'll uh, use all three blades. At the right, one G's. RB3, I knew G's and all right, so moving over, moving over here to, we are going to turn the Schmobot on. The Schmobot is going to be turned on so you guys can interrupt the show. Once again, if you want these, uh, if you want these cast of characters back every day, we are dependent on these, um, on these donations. So keep them coming. Streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. You want to interrupt the show, do it. Make sure you put the Schmobots in there. Interrupt the show here today. Whatever you want to talk about, whether it's these uh, topics we've already covered here today or something brand new that you want to talk about, make sure that you put those in there and get those questions in there. Streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. And we do have two Schmobots that already came in that I can play. Yeah, let's let's hear one of them. Okay, here we go. This is from Tim Slim. Or Tim Sim. Oh, Tim Sim. Love that, Tim Sim. I like Tim Slim also. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. good dude. It's like a good the second album. That's what I've been trying to do all of quarantine is become the wind slim. Not really working. No. <laughs> you look great, Winston. That picture oh, of yourself. Ooh, I was like, you. I don't know if you saw I was scamming on you publicly. Scamming. Oh, oh shit. Okay. I was like, okay. I was like, is your is your girlfriend on Instagram? Because if not, I hope she doesn't see me tell you this is so hot. <laughs> okay. you, got it? you got it? No, but I'm going to have to do show. another one. Let me try another one. Try another one. 
right. As we as we wait here too, what we will do is, um, uh, like I said before, I think that the Mark Hamill story is really cool to get him involved in the way that you know to see he's he's done that before. He played he voiced Darth Bane in the Clone Wars series. Hildo Dagen. to the theater for the Two Towers Extended Edition. Less than 10 minutes into the movie, Guy in the front row stands up and projectile vomits, then proceeds to shoot a snot rocket and leaves. <gasps> That's hmm. not true. Wait, what did Wait, he say? He said. That's like. It, well, first of all, it sounds, it, like, chunks, it sounds like when Chunk says, yeah. that, One time I went to a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, the guy's name is Dildo Daggins. If that gives you anything, uh, he, he says he says that he went to he went to see the extended version in the theater. And while he was there watching the extended version, somebody threw up and then shot snot rockets. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna call horseshit on that one. Got anybody else think that that's an hey, hey? Look, we got cell phones now. Video or it didn't happen. Yeah. Video yeah. Or didn't happen. <laughs> Through that, so, um, I love. I actually would love a segment oh. Christian called um, "Call Horseshit," and it's oh. actually just Kinson you calling a character. The Hollywood Reporter confirms that the first two seasons of Cobra Kai will be on Netflix along with the upcoming season three. Everyone's awesome. response after hearing this news: Goodbye, YouTube Premium. Hello, and Block Plus. Hope everyone yeah, have a good week. Thank you, Tim. You're the man. Um, yeah, this is this is this is how you're going to get more and more people. This is a, this is massive news for um, for Cobra Kai. Now, remember the the other reason is that uh, they 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 had a better deal. Now, the, all the chips were in were in their were in their their hand, man, because they 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 had it. They had it because John um, Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg and all those guys and Josh Heald, they all knew that once they put this thing as a hit they don't, I don't i can guarantee you and they never said this to me but i can guarantee you they didn't want to be on youtube after that thing crushed the first time because people the, the way that people had to catch that thing they knew that they could really reach a larger audience with amazon or with netflix and now on netflix i think with the kind of promotion it's it's a it's a big big move um all right so once again, guys, streamlabs.com slash We're going to start taking your questions. Going to start looking at um, a lot of the stuff that you guys have going on here uh, today. Is there anything I want to try? I saw some story. I don't know. How, how reputable do you guys find comic book movie? I, I find this pretty good. They have some good stories. It varies. It's like it's like screen rant. They'll, they'll find they'll get well, you know, still blind squirrel. $20. I love you, arseholes. Oh. Will you be updating new tier members and shipping shite? Also, Christian, I watched a squirrel eat the shite out of my neighbor's table umbrella. I can't buy. Huh? He's happy. Squirrels forever. I saw a great video they posted in the Facebook group about squirrels. I'll have to tell you this. It was sad, but it was still it was a riot. And it was Michael Rappaport who was doing the voiceover again on it. So there was this there's this old man and he's so and he's. And he's like, he's excited because and sad because he, he nursed this squirrel back to back to health. Did you guys see this video? No, no. So he no. nursed it back to health and he's and he's petting it. And, and then he wrapped it in the back and he goes, he's like, all right. He's like, it's good. You know, rub his head. Goes, That's good. So like, let him <laughs> let him go now. Put him out. Let him go. And he's and he's and the guy is and he puts him on the tree and he's and he's and he's petting him and he's petting his back and he's really excited about it and he's just like he's sad he's letting this thing go and 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 Robert was like all right all right 
And out of nowhere, uh, from the side, a fucking cat comes and eats the squirrel and pulls it away. And you hear them scream. And Rappaport goes, ah, a fucking cat. <laughs> it's, it's tragic. It's a tragic video. But yet it's, it's, it's tragic. But it is so at the same time, it is it is comical. I, I'm very I'm very grateful that I didn't. I, I almost out of instinct saw uh, I got a preview of a show that's coming out and I almost gave away the preview of the show that that exact same thing happens because I, I like, I just saw it and they did the same thing and they ate it in front of it and the child starts screaming and shit. And then yeah. I realized, oh, don't say that out loud. Don't say what it is because then you'll get fired. Don't, don't do that. Blue Iris so. Blows Christian donated $20. <laughs> hey guys, has anybody checked out the new version of Perry Mason on HBO last night? It's a pretty unique origin story of the classic TV lawyer. Really gritty and dark noir mystery. Yeah, I heard that. And I knew that I saw it, you know, so our a friend of the show and a good buddy of mine, uh, David Gambino, um, he was in, he was the one, him and, um, and Robert Downey Jr. Like developed that whole thing. Like they, they had, I think they were going to make it a movie first and then TV. I, don't, I can't remember what the story is. I'll have to have David Steve come in and tell the story. $20. Shout out to the man drip drip Marshall. Subscribe to him everywhere. Hell yeah. Trip Trip Marshall. Trip Marshall. Speaking of Trip Trip Marshall, uh, how about how about your boy Ace beating Ken Knapsack in that Star Wars match? Guys, welcome back. Congrats, you won a free time travel trip. You could go anytime you want and you don't have to worry about consequences and messing up timeline. Just a fun time trip. When would you go? Also subscribe to the meaning of podcast. We're officially back. Yeah. I think I'd go to the mid nineties again. Maybe late, yeah, I think mid nineties. Eighteen nineties. Eighteen now. I got. I got to go. Taroka. Right. Right before. He, right before he hits his roaring twenties. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I go mid nineties. I was watching. It's like it's just such an easier time back then. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't have a lot of options here. Uh, so. Yeah, go forward. Let's see, go forward. Yeah, where's like the future? The future. <laughs> uh, um, maybe, maybe college. I mean, I there was a lot of really fun. It doesn't really matter if you're broke. Moments there, you're just getting drunk anyway. So, so I might, I might say that. Yeah, uh, Brett. Oh, I won't say because I'll start to cry. Um, <laughs> I'll say it for him. He'd go back to... Uh, when okay, my children gonna, were little. I was going to say, when his children were little and would crawl into bed with him still. Yeah, yeah. it was a fun <laughs> Father's Day. I started off with a soft cry in the shower. And, uh, <laughs> when nobody was awake, no one jumping in my bed. Oh, the joy. <laughs> No, it really no. It was worse than that. Um, uh, did you hear? There's gonna be an Angeline movie. Jesus. <laughs> you guys remember her on the billboards? Angeline? No, that's not true. True story. No, I saw oh, that in other is. stories. You want to see? When I was looking at the Mark Hamill one, it came up. Uh, Emmy uh, Rossum was gonna be in it. I don't. Know. Wow. I don't know if people that don't live in L.A. would get the Angeline. Well, no, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No, no, probably not. Uh, Joel, oh, shit, Joel Schumacher just passed. Oh, no way. Yeah. The only thing is, I, I would have given him 
credit for other. They said Joel Smith, director of the Batman films. It's like he's got he's a lot better movies yeah. than the Batman films. But uh, he yeah he passed at eighty years old. Um, yeah, you he know, did lot, first, Lost Boys. Yeah, always was it COVID? COVID. I don't know. I'm looking right now. So Joel Schumacher. Who was a costume designer turned director of films, including St. Elmo's Fire. That's what I mean. These, these are the uh, movies. You, this yeah. is what he's known for. St. Elmo's Fire, Lost Boys, Falling Down, as well as Batman film. Died in New Falling York City down. on Monday morning. He was 80. Schumacher was handed the reins of the Batman franchise when Tim Burton exited Warner Brothers' Cape Crusader series after two uh, enormously successful films. So this is all uh, Shoemaker's second and certainly last film in the franchise was Batman and Robin. Um, let's see what, what does they say. I'm trying to read some more about what actually happened to the man. So just keep talking about Batman. Um, let's see. New York Times. They just they didn't really say. They're not really saying here what happened to him yet. But I'm looking. But it's just it's always sad. I mean, 80 is 80 is not. You know, he's still. 80s. Yeah, it's they didn't. I don't see what they said here but sad to sad to hear obviously you know i think the first thing that we always say is uh is his family you know we want to make sure that uh prayers and thoughts go out to his family and and that sucks uh he was very talented he had a lot of great movies a lot of great movies of our childhood you look at back we're talking about going back in time they mentioned lost boys lost boys is a great oh, great cool. movie so um, i didn't know he did falling down like that's yeah, a good movie good. right there yeah that, that's a classic that's one of my favorites it's a great movie so yeah, those. I was just gonna say, is there anything uh, that stands out? You know, when you think about Joel Schumacher, um, Winston, Batman. <laughs> you think about Batman, right away. I, I really, that's only really what I knew him from, to be honest with you. And I, I, it's funny. I didn't realize he was a costume designer. That actually explains a lot about yeah, the costumes in those two Batman films. Like they, like I literally thought to myself watching them, I was like, huh, their costume department got all of the budget for this movie. Honestly, like just seeing the way that the bat nipples and poison yeah. ivy scraping and two faces actual like I feel like the two face from Batman and uh, Forever is better than the two face in the Dark Knight to be wow. honest. Uh, just like the look of him. Yeah, the look uh, of him. True, it was it was more of the traditional mm-hmm. time for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I did Phone Booth also. That's another one. Phone oh, booth. Phone booth. oh my god, I love that movie. Yeah, Dude. Phone Booth. Oh, yeah, I yeah. know. That sucks, man. Well. Uh, Rest in peace. I'm, I, yeah, I'm with you, Christian. I always defend uh, what he was doing with those Batman. Like it, it, you know, it's not Burton, it's not uh, you know Nolan, but he at, he did what the studio told him to do. Yeah, it wasn't his. He he says it. it you you can't blame him for those movies because like, yeah, he's his interviews were perfect, and that's why he's continued to get work after that Batman and Robin film because he said, look, uh, they wanted to replace. Timber and they brought me in. They said they wanted to make it colorful and more of a cartoon. So I did that. And then after in the fourth one, they said they just want to sell toys. Yep. They said, mm-hmm. they, he's like, so I didn't I was kind of handcuffed and they just they said, make it as cartoony as possible. And that's what I did. And he was following. He was absolutely following the the studio's orders there because you look at the you look at something like Phone Booth. Phone Booth came after that movie. You look at Phone Booth and all those other movies that he did. He was he's a really good filmmaker. Phantom of the Opera as well. Time to kill. Time to kill. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, time to kill is a good one. Everyone's oh, so sweaty in time to kill. Yeah, the opera. Wow. Oscar nominated. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so rest in peace to the great Joel Schumacher, um, who leaves us at 80 years old. Uh, all right. Again, always say the same thing. It's no, there's no easy transition out of that. But we are, um, we're going to be taking your questions. Streamlabs.com/slash/the/schmodown. 
So let's um, let's start talking to the chat room about what topic at eleven o'clock do you guys want to start going over? Is it particular? Is there a particular actor that you want to talk about? Is there maybe we do show Joel Schumacher movies today? I don't know. Maybe whatever you guys want to do, what you want, what you want to talk about, we want to get you in involved so what we have been doing from 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock is um having conversations with you all you put in the schmobots and you donated 20 dollars he reported that he passed away from his year-long battle with cancer one of his films i remember is the film adaptation of andrew lauren weber's the phantom of the opera it was decent but not musically perfect as the film adaptation of les mis brian still donated 20 dollars you're all my favorite people in the world. I watch when I can, and this is my first time catching live. I want to thank you all for helping me this past year. I feel like you're a family, and you're all truly amazing. I'm also drinking whiskey. Ha ha ha. Well, that's awesome. By the way, how was everybody? Well, I mean, I guess I'll ask uh, Brett. How was, your, how, how was your father's day? It's all right. I, I he didn't... told you. He literally described. I got a text with that exact same thing yesterday. He literally started the day crying in his shower. I'm sorry. Oh, like, I, I, I'm. Uh, I don't. The meds aren't working as well as they should be um, during this time. Being a little, you know. I don't know. Again, I don't want to get into it. But I know right. I love my kids. They're great. But they begrudgingly tossed me a couple handmade cards that made jabs at me about eating their candy. Oh. And uh, <laughs> they, you, you, listen, you, you, if you're a smart ass, you raise smart asses. Yeah, well, no, no. This, 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 is, this is why right now, right now I'm, I'm in that I'm in that period where, you, you know, like you were you're trying to get back to. That's where I am. Yeah. I have the two kids. When I wake up. They make me a card and they want to do stuff. Yeah. And my wife yesterday makes this bolognese from scratch. Right. With the with the with the penne and. Oh, sorry, rigatoni, and it was like restaurant style. It was so fucking delicious. Um, I, I'm telling you. And then she made a carrot cake for my father-in-law. I mean, this woman is, is sent from the heavens. And she it, is. holy shit, it was so good. And I'm not even a big carrot cake fan, but man, it was awesome. It was so good. I was, I, I had a pretty good, uh, pretty good meal, and the kids were uh, pretty awesome. We went. And my, I was saying to you, Ben, I was watching. Um, both I watched the end of Revenge of the Sith with my daughter, mm-hmm. never seen it, and then I watched uh, we watched a lot of Rogue One together. Um, but that was that was kind of what we did. And then I, I what's that? What I just said again. Poor Brett is like, yo, I cried in the shower. My yeah, I'll be a bastard. Like, ain't nobody called me to check on me, Christian. Like, yo, my wife the shit, my kids the shit. I ate the best food in the world. I watch my favorite movies with my child. My life is perfect. What's up, beaches? Yes, queen. Good to have the crew back in action. What are your favorite Mark Hamill performances outside of Luke Skywalker? Skywalker. He was a lot oh. of fun in what we do in the shadows on FX recently. Oh, and love you. Oh. The robot in the Mandalorian was my favorite performance. The robot in the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say it was nothing that they did is what's wrong with going on in here. No, they, my kids know, are great. My daughter read me a book. Um, she wanted to make pancakes, and I just I, I I really was craving a burrito from down the street, a breakfast burrito. So I ordered that, nice. and that made that made up for three meals. It's so big. <laughs> um, so we didn't have to go anywhere. I did some Amazon Prime, and I don't make a big deal out of it. Uh, I've never been a you know. I do gotta say, Brett. Like sometimes you know, like as a 
person who's just coming out of my childhood, like, I do feel really bad about the way I treat my parents, the way, like, you talk about it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, man, I should have been a lot nicer when I was, like, 12. My kid just see me in gold. I have gold bricks in my and uh, yes, it's yeah. I will say that my just parents have told car. me that your kids have to hate you in order to yes. leave the house. That's the That's one right. thing they they you got to be thirteen and you got to not want to do what your parents and not want to oh. hang out with them. Um, but, but like my son, he was playing Zelda all day, and he's like, "Do you want to play?" I mean, I'm like, "No," because if I start playing a different game, you're gonna go in your room. If this is how I get to hang out with you, watching you play Breath of the Wild, then that's what I'm gonna do today. Because this is, you know, mm-hmm. like that's it, really sweet, you know, man. So, you know, it's, it's, this is actually, this is, yeah, go ahead, kid. I was gonna say for the record, Brett's children adore him. No. They, oh, yeah. adore, they truly do. They worship the ground he walks on, and they are little Bretts walking around the world. There's not just one Brett Sheridan on this planet. There are three. Yeah, they just call they just call him Fuckface for love. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I gotta tell you, his thir- his 13 year old son, as funny as we think Brett Sheridan is, his 13 year old son Blake, is give a shit. one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah. And we were, like recently. Uh, I, at some point, I said, like, well, who doesn't even like Lydia? And, like, Blake raised his hand I mean, <laughs> about his sister. Yeah. It's like, I said, who doesn't get – they're just – they're the greatest kids, well, and they love had, their dad so much. Kate, I, yeah, you know, yeah. so I'll give you a sweet and scary story at the same time. Last night, right before we went to we, – we, the kids were sleeping, and right before we went to bed, um, lights on, and the door opens up in my bedroom, and it's my oldest. And she like, she like walks in and she's doing this like as the lights on, she's walking through and she goes, you told me to visit. You told me to visit. And she gives me a hug. She goes, you told me to visit. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you still sleeping? She's like, I'm going to go now. And she has no recollection. <laughs> Bro, oh, came in, oh she, she came she in last night. Like she was sleepwalking. <laughs> she was no, well, my, my wife was in the it was in the with a, she was brushing her teeth. And she and, and as she my I go, did you see that? She's like, no, what happened? I go. She just came in here and said, and said, you told me to visit and then took off. And then she's like, well, let me go check on her. And she was out cold. The shit out of my college roommate because uh, we had been what living together a month. This is freshman year and I'm out cold. He's just watching just by computer light, some anime or whatever. And I sit the fuck up. and I go, hey, turn that fucking light off. And he goes, he like, turn it off, turn the fucking light off. And he goes, okay. And he gets up and he turns the light on. And I go, thank you. <laughs> and you, you, have, you, have a, you have a scary yell too. So yeah. I, would, <laughs> I would, if you would have been like, make me an omelet, I'd be like, all right, I'll make you an omelet. <laughs> um, Side but, note, oh, yes. my kids do not come in my room. So oh. I did have a very nice Father's Day evening. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Did you use blue chew and knock the wall down? <laughs> no, there's pictures hung up all over the place. You can't see them over here, but it's just like a, a man. Sure. <laughs> Need to build a shed? Take a blue chew. <laughs> hey, we gotta get. We gotta give uh, your husband one of these blue chews so you can review it. <laughs> Listen, no problem. <laughs> uh, I I make sure I we now because I know that I get too drunk every night <laughs> that I like we'll have to we just we get creative we schedule things like midday the children are in there taking their naps That's right. like, 
Because otherwise, no. if he if he's counting on me to be uh, willing and sober after 5 p.m., he's got the wrong bra. Winston's like, can I, can I get one? No, we are not going to be an accessory to murder, so cut it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. I went and bought my own gun legally. Okay? I, got, I got a package of blue chew in the back. I don't need you. <laughs> Jump rope there. Now it's Winston. He's in the fucking blue chew again. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? What just came into my room? We back. Can we get hey. Schwarzenegger, Obama, Chicago, Kate, drunk bread, and Russian Ben ordering food at a Hooters? Oh, yeah. Hooters. So who is it? Schwarzenegger, Obama, Russian Ben. Yeah. Um, let me see. Kate. Uh yes, Chicago Kate, and there's one more for Brett. Drunk Brett doing what? I think it was ordering, drug Brett. Ordering, yeah. ordering food at a Hooters. All right, cool. Here we go. Ready? Hey everybody, thank you for being here. I'm glad that you're all here. And I know this is like normally I would have picked somewhere nice, but this is the only place open that you still got to wear masks. But hey, come on, be honest. Look at the orange shorts. I love it. Hey, wings here now. Uh, personally. I, I've been coming here for a while. Uh, this is actually the first date I took Michelle on. Uh, she told me, that, told me she it was the only wing spot I could find. And and we, we love it. We come here every Mother's Day. I like what you're doing. Uh, hey, uh, NoHo Hank, that's who you are. How do yes, you like uh, it is I. How do you like the uh, the wings here? Do you like them crusty? Uh, and in Soviet Russia, wings are always frozen and uh, never fried. So it is good to have warm, uh, warm chicken for once, and not live chicken that you have to catch with bare hands first. You're making a lot of sense, Chicago Kate. Uh, yeah. Please stop drinking all the ranch. Okay. Well, first of all, if you want to take me to a classy joint like this, and you expect me not to drink all the ranch, you got the wrong broad. Okay, that's <laughs> a of all. B of all. What is this? This is just like what I wish I looked like. Oh God, this is just a nightmare. Okay, hey, Tri Brad, stop drinking out of the urinal. Come here. What they serve? They what they serve food here? Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I tell you, everybody. Now look, Luke Skywalker just walked in. Luke, how are you enjoying your your, your chicken burger there? I, I bought it especially for you. They have chicken burgers. I was looking for some blue milk. Does anybody know where any blue milk is? They, they ran out. It's very popular during the pandemic. Oh no! Let me get back to the Tashi station to get those power converters. <laughs> Hi, Luke. <laughs> Have you, Christian, have you witnessed uh, RB3's indignant white man? Oh. <laughs> I've heard about it. I've heard about wait, it. Wait, wait. Yes. You that's, do that's, want that's, to? That's a Schmobot. That's a Schmobot. That's a Schmobot. All right, Brett, but, you know, I know you've been sad. I know you were sad yesterday, oh, yes. but you actually, but you had, you, had, you, you did have a fix. No, there are things that do help out. Um, you know, if you're like me and you have stress, anxiety, chronic pain or trouble sleeping at least once a week, you are not alone. And I'm telling you, I don't think there's anybody that isn't going through this right now. Um, yeah, I, 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 I decided at the beginning of a quarantine, I'm like, hey, why don't I fuck up my sleep schedule? Um, so, you know, you got to get things dialed back in. You got to get your, you know, things worked out because this has been a rough time for everybody. So um, you, what you want to do is you want to discover Feels. It's a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. It helps you reduce 
stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness naturally. Um, yeah, this is just like a, a tincture that you use. You put it under your tongue, um, and it helps you feel better in a matter of minutes. And you know, it, it can it help you sleep and reduces anxiety. And uh, the thing to remember about CBD is that finding the right dose is important, and, and everybody's dose is different. So that's why they have this free hotline where you can actually you know call people and ask them about you know CBD and, and for your own experience to kind of dial it in. They have this thing called the flight also that is like different degrees of um, you know uh, milligrams of it to help you kind of dial in that dosage. So it uh, works naturally. There's no high, no hangover, no addiction. So you join the Feels community and you get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today and go to feels.com slash SEN and get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash SEN and become a member and get 50% automatically off your first order with free, 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 free shipping. Feels.com slash SEN. And yet, yeah, you just type it in like that. Actually, you know, you don't go to the website feels first and then put, if you just type that in, the 50% is automatically taken off. And there you have it. Thank you, Mr. Brett. Did, um, my, did my husband's phone ring on everyone's computer or just no? <laughs> just yours. No, we didn't hear it. Okay. Just yours. Just yours. Uh, thank you. But again, for both of you guys, if you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube, whether it's live or on the replay, both uh, Mansky and Fields, you can see the links in the description of this video right here. If it's audio, then please make sure that you use those codes for the sponsors here today. It is very, very helpful for you when you're doing that. And it helps the show, obviously. And obviously, if you are listening on audio, you should be subscribed, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If it's on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor. Leave us a review, rate, do all that stuff because it's super helpful for the show. It helps get more sponsors and it helps with the duration, keeping this show on the air. Now, Ben Goddard, we are, I think, should we try to do um, maybe Schumacher films? Maybe try, maybe try today talk about the, the late great, what happened? Who fell? What, do you, what happened? <laughs> I was trying to tell, tell my wife to turn the AC on and my phone dropped on them because I'm dying back here. Oh, I thought, I thought that like, Someone's colon just fell out. I was <laughs> that too. Well, if your asshole falls out, make sure you use an asshole remover. <laughs> it's the 4.0. The it's first the 4. 4. Asshole asshole Trash Panda donated twenty dollars. Can we get President Obama awarding the Presidential Medal of Honor to an emotional drunk Brett for his work in the podcasting world? His proud oh. manager, Kate Mulligan, can loudly cheer him on from the audience. Yes, but, but yes, but let's do it. I would like this quote, indignant white man, please maybe have him talk to Anaconda Brat. <laughs> the answer to that is both of those, yes, but we're going to get into this conversation and want to start taking questions from you guys. So we'll, we'll save the impressions for a little later during the, uh, the end of the show. Um, but let's uh, let's uh, let's have one more conversation here with the chat. Remember, once again, guys, uh, we want to make sure that the we need to get you guys involved in the chat. So if you want to, if there's something that you want to talk about more so than anything else, that you feel you're being inclined to get involved in the conversation, whether it be super chat, Streamlabs, uh, the Schmobot, whatever it is, let's start talking about it because we want to make sure we can have the crew come back here too. So what comments, uh, what, excuse me, what topics should we talk about? Should we, let's start and let's say it's, um, it's a matter of the, uh, I don't know, the Sh Schumacher movies. We could talk 
Lost Boys. We can talk performances inside of Schumacher movies. We can talk about any of that stuff. Or if not, what do you want to talk about? I'm looking at the actual chat room here and let's get some um, let's get some suggestions. But Brett, Ben, why don't you read some of the uh, Streamlabs as we get through this, uh, as we look for the topic? Sounds good. Uh, the Flying Cow. Hey, Christian, this weekend I released a podcast discussing the upcoming singles tournament, and I have a few questions. One, will you be continuing the mini tournament that was to include Bateman's number one contender shot? Um, so the first part of that is the the singles tournament is going to be 36 people overall with plans um, because of the way that this is going to work right now. Erwin, we've, so over the weekend, this is what I can tell all the managers. So I, I did tell Winston this already. Kate hasn't been told yet, but everyone will. We, we figured out how to do um, speed round for the digital. We figured out how to do it because we weren't okay. sure how we we're going to do it with buzzer, but we figured out how we're going to do it. Hasn't officially been put into play yet. So I don't want to announce exactly what it is, but, we're pretty confident of how we're going to do it. So Smets and Chandru will probably happen sooner than later. Um, and it will most likely be its own maybe pay-per-view match with the same way that we do for, um, for, you know, the, the live events. And then it'll air uh, a week later on the YouTube channel, same way that we've always done it in the past, but $10 patrons will get it first, that type of thing. Um, so the, that's, that's the first thing. That's as far as how, and the, we're also going to have Roka versus Irwin, which will be another match, and the winner will play Dan Merle. But we have to talk to Dan because normally at this point, Dan would have defended the title or would have had, if he won, would have defended against either Irwin or Roca, right? And then he would have already been playing for that second defense probably now. So in order to speed that up, I think that what we're probably going to do at the moment is the we're probably going to shift and make the Andrew Guy and Kalinowski a number one contender match. And then Paul and... Um, Liz and everyone else will probably be entered into the tournament right now if they if their managers should want them to do that. So that's probably the way that we would aim for it at the moment. So Ben Bateman will probably play the winner of Kalinowski versus Guy, and then the winner of that would get a shot at um, at e- either Irwin, Roca, or uh, Merle, whoever the champion is. So that's kind of uh, how that's oh, so, looking. Right so now. Roca and Irwin are going to play each other, then play Dan, and then yes. the winner of that will play the winner of Guy, uh, Kalinowski, or Bateman. Got it. That's right. That's cool. right. Uh, and then uh, number two from Flying Cow, uh, will this year's tournament continue the precedent of excluding the players in the most recent title match? Um, no. Well, not necessarily because uh, this that it's going to be uh, it's going to be up to the uh, the managers. Because this year it's like, so for example, if Irwin's playing against Roka and Irwin loses, um, it's going to be very hard for me to convince Sam that Irwin can't play in the tournament now because that's points that he'd be taking off the board. So, no, they'd probably be able to play. Cool. And uh, his last question, Moo? He's a flank out. Dildo Gaggins with the the shot. Dildo Gaggins. I thought it wasn't uh, vulgar. (laughs) <laughs> uh, 317. hi guys question on saturday uh i was at my best friend's house and this person that i don't like was there and avoided this person this person can uh be a know-it-all and made fun of me in the past i don't know what to do should i talk to my best friend about it thanks hmm. i mean i, I oh, think- shit oh, <laughs> good are we three good are we three that's what you gotta do man that's how you gotta handle that situation no no don't incite violence here <laughs> If we have, I think that uh, I think that if you have, um, you talk to your buddy, 
I think if you talk to your buddy and you say, listen, here's the thing. We, uh, I, I don't get along with this person, this person. I mean, I don't know how close you guys are. You know, it, it depends. I don't know how old you are. Also, you know, it's like you should, you should definitely talk it out and find dildo, out what. Dildo Gaggins is definitely. This isn't Gaggins. This isn't Dildo. Oh. This isn't Dildo. This is uh, okay. Marvel 317. Oh. oh. She dildo. knew that. She just wanted to say the name again. No, I actually didn't. I, for some reason, thought that. Uh, yeah, I was confused, too. Was too. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Sam with the Schmobot. Uh, Pepper Salt. I watched Shame for the first time, and it was incredible. The score is amazing, and Fassbender was mm. robbed. Awesome. Wait, hold on. Does nobody want to give that poor guy advice? I, oh. I, I mean, the the advice the advice is yes, you a thousand because I'm actually in a uh, I have a similar situation where there was uh, somebody who I ultimately ended up not liking at all, but she's very good. We we mutually both have a best friend that we hang with. I've just been real with my homie. I was like, look, I don't like her, so. Yeah, if a situation where you really, really want her to be there, I'll just miss that particular thing, and I'll make it up to you another time. But I, I can't be in the same room as her. It's not. And that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I've, I've, I mean, I've had that conversation. Uh, you know, it's like, look, I don't really get along with that person. If they're gonna be there, just let me know, and I probably won't be there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's sure. probably the best. Because especially if you make it clear, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I can't be friends with you, but I, but I will, not, I can't be in the vicinity of this person. So well, and they, that person, yeah, your friend should give you a heads up if that person's going to be. I think that's totally fair. Like, listen, if you're going to be chilling with X, I, X and I don't really work so just give me a heads up like when i come over to your house i'm expecting to come over to your house but like if x is going to be there just let me know i feel like that's totally in bounds and like yeah. not problematic at all well yeah. right and I, I think the the big thing though is because this person was trying to debate what to do i mean yeah. the one thing that is true is a closed mouth don't get fed if you don't tell them that you have a problem they're not gonna then know they're not gonna yeah. know and you're doing this to yourself at that point all right. So moving before we move on to the next one, dude, remember, we're going to be doing uh, we're going to be talking in in respect to the great Joel Schumacher. We're going to talk about Joel Schumacher movies. So if there's a particular movie that you want to talk about with Joel Schumacher and it's OK if we repeat it here, too, but make sure that inside if you're going to put a Schmobot in, like if you put Lost Boys, the reason Lost Boys resonated with me is I remember seeing it. And Corey Haim to me was reminding me myself as a as a kid and the way that Lucas was and, and going going through those things and leave your stuff, leave actual Here examples for Dick Hunter's Poor pants donated fifty dollars. Hey, so glad to have everyone back. I really enjoyed the two episodes of House of Cards that Schumacher directed. Yes, yes. is yeah. a highly underrated uh, film. Underrated. All right, so there you go. So let's start with that. So I see. So I've still to this day maybe seen fifteen minutes total of of House of Cards. So RB three, you're you're a fan of the, you were you watched the show and so you remember those two episodes that he did? Were they really good? Um, yeah, well, I think all the episodes of House, of House of Cards are good. Um, so, but I think particularly with the Joe Schum, you know, the Joe Schumacher episodes, I think he directed them in the kind of earlier seasons. I mean, you do see a little bit of his style, but his style. You know, what was funny about House of Cards is that the style is a little over exaggerated in like a fun way. You know what I mean? Like they're close up of like glasses that are kind of weird, or close ups and weird shots that kind of float in and out. But it's all with this like dark kind of tone. But it's cool to see that he still has his kind of style and can bring that to even the TV show that's super popular so i love that yeah and of course phone booth i think everybody i mean winston lost his mind when we brought up phone oh booth. God, it was, I, it was just a very creative that. movie it was a, it was oh, uh yeah. it was keith sutherland and um colin farrell yeah Forrest so, Whitaker is the cop yeah no it was, it, was great. it was it was a phenomenal movie for me because it was the beginning of colin farrell starting to like really take off yeah 
And so it was a smaller, it, while it was a smaller film, it didn't like blow people's minds at the box office. It was like you said, it was very creative. It was cool to see Keith or Suther, Keeper Sutherland because at that point I was a massive 24 fan. So to know that Jack Bauer's out here sniping people for justice, like was just like a lot for me. I just, it was a, it was a really, really, really well done movie. Yeah. And it, it just, it had that, it just had that, like be able to do that movie. Cause that's always, it's always, you think right away it's like gimmick, right? Because it's going to be, you're having a full movie like that, but to be able to pull that off and RB3, I'm sure as a director, you can also kind of ad, ad, um, admire the way that, because mm-hmm. being able to do that, and, and the smart thing about it, the movie's like an hour and a half long or whatever it is. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you spend an hour and a half inside of this phone. And, and normally when you see a movie for an hour and a half, that's like short. But when the entire premise is him going back and forth in this damn phone booth the whole time, an hour and a half is a long time. Yeah. So what is it about him, a filmmaker, that he was able to pull that off, do you think? Well, it's just like masterful pacing, right? Like, I think that's the big key of it. Like you said, it was short, but it felt, you know, it felt tense and it felt um, impactful. I mean, I think that having that kind of small proximity, like just like being only confined to like the small area as that extra level of intensity where you can rely a lot on like close ups and like all these different things. So just show my, I mean, Joe Schumacher, whatever you may say about some of his other movies, he was a master at his craft. You know what I mean? Like he really understood the principles of building suspense and like almost like a Hitchcockian kind of way. So it's, it's really good stuff. Yeah, I think the other thing about it that, cause I actually uh, watched uh blind spotting on Juneteenth. I hadn't seen it yet. And, mm. and what's what I realized about both, phone booth and blind spotting is they're treated like plays so anybody that's ever really been in theater uh it is the idea that you have a minimal amount of settings the reason behind that is because you don't always have a massive budget to just swipe the whole stage and do whatever so to treat it like that 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 is putting urgency on your character development that is putting urgency on on the stakes and everything else and so it becomes a way more intense master uh, master class on what's going on in that moment versus the spectacle behind everything Oh, Goddard, did you ever chance? Goddard, okay, okay. No, I was going to say, um, the phone booth reminds me of um, that movie Lock that Tom Hardy was oh, in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, where it's like, yeah. you're like, how on earth could it be a one person movie in a car? Mark underscore Jason movie? underscore Alito needed $20. <laughs> Welcome back, crew. I really hope Roxy returns too. Phone booth was incredible, really creative. That's my favorite of Schumacher. RIP Harloff is now in contention to manage the droops. Got the feeling last week that he doesn't want to compete anymore. Whoa, whoa! We'll answer that in a second. We have uh, we have exclusive big news here. Uh oh, big Uh-oh. news, big news, exclusive. I don't know how true this is. This is from the rap. Says Batman Returns. Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise his Bruce Wayne from Tim Burton's Batman films, opposite Ezra Miller in the Flash movie. No, no way. way! Batman Wait, Returns. Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah, this is from the rap. Michael. Keaton returning to play Bruce Wayne in The Flash. Uh, and this is this is this is breaking now. The plot will introduce thank you to PJ Campbell who just sent this to me. The plot mm. will introduce general audiences to the idea of the multiverse, one of the core concepts under DC Comics. After nearly 30 years, Michael Keaton is in talks to return to the role of Batman to appear alongside Ezra Miller in Warner Brothers' upcoming movie The Flash. The rap has learned exclusively Talks with Keaton are in the very early stages. It is far from a sure thing, and it can go either way. All right. No details are currently available about how big or small Keaton's role is. 
That plot will introduce general audiences to the idea of the multiverse, one of the core concepts underpinning DC Comics. For the non-fanboy set, the multiverse refers to a shifting number of alternate universes that can coexist with the larger reality depicted in DC Comics. Um, So very, very interesting news here that he could come in here after not playing the role since, like, what, 1991 or some shit. So I think this is brilliant. I think this is brilliant. I think that if because, first of all, they were trying to find a way to get Ezra Miller's flash going in general. They were trying to find a way and they teased it in Batman v Superman about the, you know, how when he goes to talk to Bruce, that that kind of stuff was happening. And I've obviously seen it in the uh, in the TV show and in the comics, obviously. I think. By using Michael Keaton's return in Batman, you got to give him a bigger role, though. I know. Now, Winston, you're a massive Batman guy. Uh, you like this? Do you hate this? How do you feel? Oh, I love it. I mean, this puts me back in in um, uh, crisis uh, mentality that just happened this past winter. Uh, I yep, think yep. that you 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 already kind of actually for those that didn't watch Crisis, uh, you you got a teasing of that because you had Grant Gustin's Flash end up meeting Ezra Miller's Flash in like a weird kind of time, speed force, whatever. So you already had Warner essentially setting this up to be like, hey, this could technically all be interconnected. So like to do this, I think, is like a good move because that all that also offers up that those, any of the Arrowverse people could make an appearance in one of the movies, even if it's just a cameo. Uh, you could end up with the situation. Obviously, Michael Keaton, you could have Kevin Conroy, you could have whatever essentially come out of everything they've ever done by introducing this. Yep. I'm going to change the title of the video right now. (laughs) (laughs) That just makes more sense to do. So um, it had been rest in peace. Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Now you're, no, they went we changed the title four times in the span of an hour. Wait a minute! Did Joel Schumacher unlock the multiverse? Did, did all of his energy just like just blow? Wow! Maybe that's it, that, bro. That's it, yeah. And I was just gonna get into DC Cab. I know, written and directed by Joel Schumacher, because I have a phone that I can look things up. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he did the screenplay for The Wiz. But as much as you joke about the Brett, right? You know, like so. But Batman, though, Batman 1989 was like when you look with Superman. What Christopher Reeve did in that was like the first big superhero movie that popped. It was the Superman movies, and then you know three and four kind of shit the bed. But then 89 Batman, that movie was like an RB3. You weren't even a thought at this part (laughs) in the world. Um, But. But either way, even you know at the, that that how big of a movie this was. Lines around the block. It was the it was the start of what we know with the superhero uh, craze uh, of the way that those movies can deliver and what Tim Burton did. And Michael Keaton was not the guy anybody thought could be should be Batman. No, he was a comedian. He was Mr. Mom. He was gung ho. There was he wasn't Batman. Is what people were saying. Like proved everybody wrong because to this day people will will die on the hill of Michael Keaton as Batman. I think he's a great Batman. Dorena. Dorena, absolutely. Dorena. But I, I mean, Christian Bale's my guy, but I still Christian think, Bale. but I think that Michael Keaton was a great Batman for the movies that he was in. And I also think what's interesting, though, is because of the follow up that he did with Birdman, is that he to made, him, he made returning. fun of it. He made fun of it. So him returning to Batman shows like, you know, the, the money was really good. So you went up. Uh, and so so that that to me um, makes a lot of sense. But I think that by doing it and putting it there, I want to see him involved, though. Goddard, how involved do you think that he will be if this turns out to be, uh, you know, the, the real deal? Well, you know, the, the Flash movies had a lot of problems like 
from from day one and they always said they wanted to do flashpoint which involves you know flash changing the timeline to save his mom and then he realizes that oh no like now thomas wayne is batman and he's killing people and martha wayne is the joker and like all this stuff and he has to go and like aquaman's fighting wonder woman for the end of the world and if you guys haven't watched that animated um animated flashpoint movie it's really really good it's incredible um Mm -hmm. yeah but uh oh, oh it's blurry. Okay, uh yeah, sorry. I'll do something real quick. Um but uh, finish your thought first and then fix it. Uh but um if if I can see I'd love for Michael Keaton to play Thomas Wayne. He doesn't have to play, you know, eighty like he doesn't have to play Bruce Wayne from eighty nine or you know, if it's a different universe, but I think Michael Keaton would kill as like a super dark, like jaded uh Batman that like is yeah yeah I just shoot people now. I don't take prisoners. I'm gonna throw you off a building and like you know not catch you with my with my grappling gun this time, uh, you know, I'm not going to like, you know, like in Christian Bale, he's like, oh, you know, from one professional to another, this fall is not going to kill me. He's like, I'm counting on it. And then drops him. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton will actually kill someone. And I, so we'll I'm see. hoping like that, that would be really cool. And I Josh the, the, Barnett donated $20. <laughs> the Keaton news is great. Right. I loathe everything Burton, especially his Batman, but Keaton is just so charismatic and talented. It's hard to be upset by this. Just the existence of the multiverse is incredibly exciting as a lifetime DC fan. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think the other thing that this leads credence to is you're actually setting this up. If Michael Keaton is OK with coming back, you can set up potentially even doing a Batman Beyond at some point in the future and have him play old Bruce Wayne. Right. Yes. He's getting up there now. So that actually would naturally transition, which would be kind of fun. Yeah. Winston, you brought it up, though, you know, right. The the, the whole thing that happened over the summer or whenever, not summer, a couple the the last, last winter, like last yeah, winter. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, the whole that. I'm sure that they looked at that and saw how people lost their minds over all of that and said, shit, how come we're not doing this in the movie? Let's do it yeah, in the movie. And, yeah. like, and then remember, and how people freaked out when there was a picture of Michael Keaton in that. <laughs> and there was a picture of Michael Keaton inside of that. Series. People lost their minds over it. So they said, dude, imagine, imagine if we can get Keaton to actually become Batman again and team him up with Ezra. And I wouldn't be surprised if Ezra Miller was probably trying to lead that charge also because he's a producer on the movie, right? Well, so he, Didn't he, like, try to, like, rewrite the screenplay, too, like, himself yeah. at one point? Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder, I'm curious to know, like, if that was his idea or not. I'm curious also because I think that... Um, I think that if it was like the Zack Snyder like murder universe that he was kind of establishing, I think it would kind of. I think the Flashpoint like straight up adaptation would be more sense, make a lot more sense. What they're talking, I know they talked about um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne or whatever too. You know, as like the murder. Yeah, kind. That, that's why he was in that flashback because they wanted to set up Flashpoint. Uh, yeah, with him in there. But but you know, if I think if I personally think if you're doing Michael Keaton coming back, I think it should be a more of a fun tone. I think the most recent successful DC movies. Are are indicative of a more fun kind of upbeat tone. So I would kind of like to see the old bat, you know, the old bat suit, the old um, bat Batmobile and all of the all Keaton iconography, like really come back into the play. And honestly, I mean, I don't know if, you know, I don't know what the status of like, you know, uh, people like, you know, Christopher we- Christopher Reeves or whatever. But I would love to see like maybe a background image of like Chris- Christopher Reeves in this universe too, to like kind of just like show that maybe like that bat that Superman and that Batman are in the same location or whatever. I mean, I just want to, you know, it's a fun time to be a nerd and it's a fun time to like explore like that kind of like geek mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I think that the, the, the possibilities are endless. I think Rick and Morty was really one of the first things I saw that kind of 
opened up the multi-universe kind of conversation. And now, you know, we see Marvel doing it. Um, we're seeing DC doing it. I wouldn't be surprised if Star Wars started Have you touching seen into Jet that. Lee's the one RB three. Oh yeah, that too. That too. That too. This is really smart, though. It's really smart for a lot of different reasons because what it does is it takes the it takes the new school, um, combines it with the old school, and gets generations to want to see this this and, movie. And you know what they they built they set it up already in Justice League when they played the. Uh, Tim Burton Batman um, music from and, you know, yeah, you know. and and the John Williams score too. It, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I think this is a brilliant, brilliant move. It turns out to be true, and like the report says, though, remember that though it says that they're talking right now. But one sometimes when these type of things leak, they're they're Sorry, throwing it out. Well, it's either gets yeah, right. It's it's already done, maybe, or it's, it's also. It's a pressure move, and it's also to test the waters to see, like, hey, man, look, the fans love this, as opposed to this is stupid. We don't want to see this. Why are they going back to the well there? He clearly doesn't want to do it. I doubt people are going to be saying that. I think most people are going to be on the same kind of wavelength that we are on this show, I think. But, Kate, you know, you remember the the Batman movies. Is this something? Would you want to see Michael Keaton again as Batman? Absolutely, a hundred percent. I mean, Batman nineteen eighty nine. That's 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 the movie. That's the Batman movie I grew up on. Right. And like Dark Knight, definitely was. You know, I was older, and I definitely can say that. Like, I love the Nolan Batman films for sure. I remember thinking, like, whoa, this is so different. But like, there's uh, Michael Keaton to me. Like, I don't know. He was. I think he was sort of like an unlikely Bruce Wayne too. Because like Christian Bale makes so much more sense in the sense that he's like. He looks like a successful, sexy businessman that would be a billionaire. Right. Michael Keaton's kind of like he kind of was. I don't know. I just feel like he's the unlikely hero. And I, I would love to see him back. But I would also love to see like different perm Like if they're having two flashes meet, I would love to see like some yeah. sort of like meshing of the different Batmans. Could you, yeah. see, could you see Christian Bale making a cameo at some point? No. I don't think I think Christian Bale's probably too big to show. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's true. I think he he's made. I think he's made it clear a couple of different times that he he would have come back for. He said it a, a bunch of different times that he was talking. He could come back um, after his movies. I don't think he wanted to necessarily stop playing Batman. It just wasn't in the cards for where they wanted to go with it. I I don't think he's. I think he'd be open for it if if they if they had the right thing for him. Right. I mean, he's. I see where you're going, Kate. Is the fact that everything he does, role wise, like touches is like gold. It's it's yes, Oscar that's, stuff. That's just Oscar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it, but like he's. Well, I think with him, I think there's a shot that he he could do it. But I think if I'm the studio, I stay away from that because you don't want to take away the spotlight from Keaton. That's because, what I'm saying. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's a different thing. So I see you stay away from that. I don't. I think it's not not likely. But I think what you do is, if it's successful and down the line, you know, they want to do something else like that, then maybe. But you know, it's interesting. And I, and I was wondering about this. Um, I wonder how much of this was even set into motion. I know DC was thinking about this, but because of the success of Into the Spider-Verse and seeing when they brought all those different characters in, if that then inspired them to do that so that, again, you even see this. Yes, Michael Keaton shows up and then you get like a thing at the end of the movie where all the Batman show up and be like, we got a problem. And then it's a whole nother crisis event, but done on a movie scale instead of a TV scale. I think that could be big, but I also think that you have a pretty big um, kind of fishing hook here with just having 
just Michael Keaton. Just Keaton yeah. back. Yeah. Because having him back, it's, it's, it's a really smart move. All right, look, so once again, guys, going on over to streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. We're going to do both here now. We're going to do both um, movies of Joel Schumacher to in honor of the great Joel Schumacher passing away today. Any of his movies that you want to talk about, make sure that you add those into the streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown or Super Chat. Or we also want to hear your thoughts on this potential situation of Michael Keaton returning as Batman in the flash. Marshall Weeks donated $20. I loved 8mm with Nicolas Cage and the late great James Gandolfini. I just really enjoyed that movie. I use the send code for Manscaped so my eggs smooth balls. Thank you. You are oh, nuts. <laughs> Come on. Bring back what? Keaton Batman. Hey. Yeah, Batman. right. Hey. So, so this is also so slash film to follow up on this, and PJ Campbell is getting a raise here. Um, so, the, uh, Michael Keaton will return as Batman in multiple DC movies, starring with the Flash solo movies, my, multiple DC movies. So right. the role will probably be big. So Michael Keaton will yeah, be Batman yeah. again. This is this says it will be now. Now wow. this now this is my question too. Now yeah, now with, with Robert with Robert Pattinson. Is Robert Pattinson's Batman not connected to the rest of the DC universe? Because no, now it seems like Michael Keaton's Batman is going to be stepping into that role. Somewhat, yeah, it does. It does seem, but this is why. Look, and I've been I've been saying this about DC over the last uh, couple months here. They found their rhythm. They found their rhythm, and they like they say, okay, we can do certain movies that connect, and other ones don't. We'll do a spinoff of the Joker. We'll do this. We'll do that. And as long as it's not confusing and how it's going to kind of pace together then fine, right? They, and so exactly what you're saying here, RB3, is that Ezra Miller's um, Flash obviously connects into the movies that we've seen so far that have come out in this extended universe, but without Ben Affleck there, right? It's like, who's their Batman? Well, guess what? We have the multiverse, so our Batman is going to be Michael Keaton. Is essentially what you're saying here, RB3. So if we have Michael Keaton now is Batman coming back in multiple DC movies, this old kind of grizzled Batman that we know from the past Burton's, and this is very smart on DC part very very smart so this is what um i don't think anybody expected this again but here we are this is, again comes from slash via the rap michael keaton is returning to play batman bruce wayne once again keaton is expected to appear as batman in flashpoint the flash movie that is currently set to be helmed by anthony muschietti who of course did the it movies in the flashpoint comic the flash travels to an alternate universe where thomas wayne not bruce wayne is batman this has led to speculation that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who played Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman, might appear as Batman. Okay, so following up, it also sets up the possibility of multiple universes with the DCEU or whatever we're calling it these days. And that is where Keaton's Batman might come in. It's all speculation, of course, with the Hollywood reporters Boris Kitt reporting that Keaton may sign up for multiple movies, acting as a mentor figure to other heroes. The sky is the limit here. This means there's also... The chance of a Batman Beyond, there you go, Winston, style movie with an older Bruce Wayne training a young apprentice. Honestly, it's a, it just goes back and forth. Um, as for the status of Ben Affleck's Batman, now that Keaton has reentered the part, ask again later. Mm. Wow. So, also this, Val Kilmer, yeah. right? Who else are we missing? I know. <laughs> well, Kilmer, Kilmer has, has like cancer now or something, though, too. So he, can't, uh-huh. he, can't, he can't speak very well. Yeah. yeah. So way to break things down, Kate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's been such a great discussion. And you 
Just blow. Come in with that. Shit. I I'd be down to see. Like I know he'd never do it. Like I think Christian Bale might make a, a cameo, but I know uh, George Clooney never would. But I'd love to see George Clooney in there. Don't say never would. Don't yeah, say yeah. never would because never would is is Michael Keaton's never would. You know, at, at one yeah. point. I thought yeah, I thought Michael yeah, Keaton, Keaton, never would. Keaton had two critically acclaimed box office movies. George Clooney had like, like. Anytime, 7, like, 000. the worst movie ever made, Batman yeah. and Robin always gets brought up. Like, I, I enjoyed for the cheesiness and Arnold, but uh, George Clooney wanted nothing to do with Batman after that. Yeah, I, you know, it's... Uh, I'd love to see it. One. Prove me never, wrong, please. Never, I want to see know. it. Never know. He was I, the worst one, but I would, I would, it would be fun to have him come back. Yeah. I, I still think that you basically, um, you focus on Michael Keaton here, put the flash... Um, put the the spotlight on him in the Flashpoint movie, and then you know if they're going to be multiple movies, then we can start playing into this. Bring, try, let's try to get Bale now. Let's try to get Tony. Yeah, yeah. Let's try. Like, let's focus on this one first because you'll get it. And also, don't don't blow your wide in one shot. You know what I mean? You have you got you if if you you know that people are going to come see this movie because Michael Keaton is in it. Why waste? The other, it's like, look, we got a second movie, and that'll be our second. Uh, well, yeah, we got, we got, uh, Bale's gonna come back, but let's bring him in for the sequel. Great, yeah. you know, and so on and so on. And because imagine, imagine Bale and, and Keaton working together as dual Batmans. I mean, come on, who the hell's not gonna go nuts on that one? <laughs> yeah. So, this is a way that they can kind of do their own version of, uh, I mean, like you said, Winston, you could do, I think that, look, to be fair, Flashpoint was, I think, I mean, maybe I, I don't know enough about comics as you guys do, but Flashpoint had, done all this stuff first even before um you know spidey spider-man had had done it had done it right it's they they they, Mm -hmm. essentially what it is both marvel and dc have tapped into multiverses forever so not none of them have really none of them have really this is the first time we've seen it on a um on and like action action. and whatnot and live action exactly you've seen some of it in like say the justice league cartoon but again, that's super small scale. That's only going to be the audience that happens to watch that show. You know what I mean? Versus, I would say the first mainstream thing that we saw of this within a comic book realm would probably be Spider Verse, unless you yeah, include, right. unless you include that little weird message that uh, where Batman sees the future version of himself in in Dawn of Justice, or when you know the the yeah. like, oh, he sees Flash. Yeah. If you want to include that, then maybe. But as far as like in an actual movie, Spider Verse was kind of the start. Then Crisis uh, did that on TV this past winter, and yeah. so you're just seeing now people are finally acknowledging and letting this happen. A bit. Yeah, I mean, right. even I was gonna say even outside of superhero stuff, like like I said, Rick and Morty has been doing it for a long time. I think that's why Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange to some extent had a little hint of that in the first one, and then they're gonna evolve that a lot in the second one. But um, but yeah, Spider Verse was probably the first like movie to do it. But there's been stuff on TV, also devs on FX had the multiverse stuff too. Awesome. Um, I'm sure we're not done talking about it. We're gonna have a more Streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. As I said in the beginning of the show, if you're just tuning in, this show, we're bringing the, the crew back full time. And someone had asked about Roxy. Roxy's going to be back on the show tomorrow. John Rook will be hosting the show tomorrow. But it is very, it is imperative to, to keep the show on, like the same way that we did when we launched in November. If you guys are able to, streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown donations there, whether you want to interrupt the show with a Schmobot, a Super Chat, whatever it is. Ben Goddard is going to be reading the rest of them starting now. Ben, uh, we got Pepper Salt. Is that the one? I got Marvel 317. We haven't, we haven't moved in a minute. 
Uh, oh. oh no, yeah, we got we answered this question. Uh, about friend, yeah, yeah, Tim Sim, Pepper Salt. Uh, I watched Shame for the first time, and it was incredible. The score was amazing, and Fastbender was robbed of an Oscar nom. I watched the Schmoes review for it, and it was hilarious. Christian, can you guess what uh, what you rated it, and uh, would you change it? Um, so to be completely um, honest, I saw what I what I rated it. Um, but I would have guessed 3.7 and I think the answer is 3.5. And I remember yeah, why yeah. I did, because it's a very, it's a, the score is incredible. The movie is, is deep. Um, Steve McQueen. And talk, yeah. And you talk about somebody who should never get a hold of blue chew. It's Michael Fassbender. <laughs> kills him. Um, <laughs> he's not going to repotted plants half asleep. Um, so, but the movie itself, <laughs> is, the, the movie That's itself Example. It's true. I, don't, I don't know why every time Christian just talks about people with big dicks, it's just fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a he's got a kink. He sure yeah. does. <laughs> and I'm never included in that combo. <laughs> you gotta get some blue juice, son. Some blue juice. Right, you just got throw it on the table, bro. Just let him know. Why do, why do you think I'm working from home from now on? <laughs> uh, but anyway, the movie, the movie itself is a really it's a deep movie. But I remember there's a scene with uh, him and uh, what, and what's her face? Um, who plays his sister in that Carrie movie? Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Mulligan. Thank yeah. you. So Carrie Mulligan sings a song, and as they play the whole, and she, it's not that she's a bad singer; she's fine. But they they play the whole damn song. And it's like, I, I was like, well, if she's in concert, I'll buy a fucking ticket, but not for the movie. I mean, come on. I feel it. That's how I feel in church whenever we do all the <laughs> So anyway, uh, what's, uh, what's, what's, what's next? Uh, PLD, has anyone uh, heard any more about the Kevin Feige Star Wars? Seems like it's been nothing since it was first talked about. I haven't heard anything about it at all, um, but that's not to say that he's not going to be involved with other projects of these other ones that have been announced, right? And it may be, yeah. maybe, look, he very well could be involved with the Taika Waititi one, uh, which would make sense. Remember that he, he, had, he had teased something when he talked about his movie that someone involved in Marvel, I believe, would be involved. So what would make sense if he's producing Taika's movie? Um, yeah. Record, uh, yeah. We, we touched on this earlier, and I didn't get to say it, but Taika Waititi in that Mandalorian gallery series, in, the, in that behind-the-scenes series that we were talking about earlier, the way I love him, I have like the world, like Taika Waititi is like my new true north. I love him so much. Yes, I, he's I, a rock star. He's a rock, he's a rock star. star. And he like, really I, is. like, honestly, I, like that, if, if anybody's like, who would your hall pass be? I would definitely ask for you that. You have like 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> You've got a hall Harris. hard drive over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. All right. Let's, uh, what's next? Uh, day, uh, let me see. Uh, uh, Brian Still and uh, Blue Iris blows Christian with the Schmobots. Thank you, uh, Dagan. Hey, all so hey, you forgot better, call, better. You forgot better call Mall there. Oh, I did. Uh, better call Mall. There's a show in Mexico and Australia called Last One Laughing. Meow, Mixing donating twenty dollars. I saw Batman Forever for the first time on in '95 when I was three. It is one of the first movies I remembering watching, and it remains my favorite movie to this day. Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones were perfect for this movie, despite their relationship. Yeah, it's funny. Despite their relationship is is accurate. He yes. Well, so there's a story, a famous story. I think I think Jim Carrey told it on the Howard Stern show, where he just he he 
Tommy Lee Jones is notoriously a dick, right? And he was just a dick to him. He's like, I don't find you funny. I find you to be annoying. And <laughs> yeah, like he would come up to him and say it. Like, just, yeah. just be like, I don't think we're going to get along well at all. Like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. You know, and he's, you know, he's notoriously like the worst. I've never, I never interviewed him during Press Strongest, but he's notoriously the worst. I, I, if I had a, if I had a nickel for every single time, that someone I knew in the space interviewed him and said it was an absolute nightmare. I would be a billionaire. Like it was it, it, every, he is number one on everyone's like list. He's just a grouchy old man. doesn't take away from the fact that he's a phenomenal actor. He's a great actor, but yeah, they did not get along those two at all. Um, but nonetheless, I, I like Batman forever. I still, I mean, that seal song, come on. Yeah. Put it yeah, in from a rose. You do know that that is the I have made this a mandatory thing. My girlfriend's last name is Rose. That that is the song for our wedding. And so I'm glad you made it nice and romantic. And dirtbag me says who who isn't that sex to that song? Yeah, in a band of queens. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Just kidding. <laughs> uh, there's a show in Mexico and Australia called Last One Laughing, and it has ten comedians locked in a room, and the last one laughing wins. Uh, if the or the last one too laughs. Twenty dollars. Anaconda bread and drunk Kate reacting to the Hamilton trailer while President Obama brags about how he saw it live. We got it. We have to finish that. We'll do. We'll do all the. We'll we'll close the show with the impressions. We have two more too. Uh, if the SCN Live crew played, who would be the first person eliminated and who would be the last person to laugh? The last one to laugh wins? What I think I would win. What is this? Oh, there's a show in Mexico and Australia called Last One Laughing. Ten comedians right, locked right. in a room. Last one to laugh wins. If the SEN crew played, who'd be the first person eliminated and who'd be the first uh, last person to laugh? It depends on here's. It depends on the prize. Yeah. It depends on the prize because I think because I would RB3 would be gone first. I think, my, I think RB3 and myself would both be gone first. I think so. I think RB3. I think we're very generous with our laughs. Yeah, yeah RB, yeah. RB3's gone first. God would probably stick around for a while. Um, but yeah, when, because, you know, unless. I think if there is a joke about Bonnie taking a poop, you definitely I mean, lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially, yeah. especially if I told the joke. <laughs> I'd probably eliminate myself. Yeah. Uh, so I literally wear the shirt and shut it down. It's fine. Uh, that's right. You know, no, no, me. no, I know who'd win. I know who'd win. Mm-hmm. She would win. She's laughing at me. Uh, Roxy? Yeah, unless you, unless you uh, like slap the table with your head by accident. <laughs> you can tell the funniest joke in the world. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> okay, well, well, you're right. Yeah. 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 Roxy. Holy Patty shit. Boy. It is Roxy for sure. Patty, sure. Boy. Patty boy. Wait, hold on a second. Patty boy, it's me. Patty's <laughs> having trouble. No, 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 no. Wait. Patty boy, what? It's, me. It's Patty's having, having trouble. trouble. <laughs> Patty boy, it's Patty boy, it's me. Daddy. real 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 talk roxy might be my kryptonite that might be the only thing that makes me start laughing hysterically because like i don't i don't understand how she doesn't get that i genuinely don't me daddy's having trouble 
Yeah, she would, she would win. Uh, <laughs> me, Daddy. It's me, Daddy. Having trouble. trouble. Who's next? What's next there, Ben? Uh, PLD. Speaking of uh, speaking of yeah. Star Wars, Laura Kelly on chill to action tonight. Hashtag Action Army. Hope hopping. Hoping on yeah, right now the goal is to have, if you had tickets to Collision, you saw that we changed December 6th right now is the tentative date for Spectacular 5, which will be at um, the Globe Theater if we're allowed to, if we're able to. That's where it is right now. Just I know, fingers crossed. Uh, but that's what we're trying to hold right now, December 6th, which will be on a Sunday. But Laura Kelly, I mean, she's making a pull – she, I mean, she can play. She can play the she game. Can play. She can play the game. She is. She's one of the. More, she's like. She. I mean, granted, she's on corruption, but she's a rock star. She's. She. She can. She can play. She's certainly trying to take after her manager with her shit talking. I mean, she's, she's well trained on that. But I, I'll give her credit. She's one of the greatest players I've ever seen. I'm also not counting out Ace though, because I, <laughs> people did that twice in a row, and look what happened. So Please keep say, counting Ace them out. Ace is playing with house money every match. Everyone yeah. gave the, the match to Josh and then to Ken, and now they're already giving it Do to it. Laura. Do so. it. Do it. Yeah. Speaking of Laura Kelly, by the way, so Laura Kelly, so for those of you who, you know, if, even if you know the spoilers, but you didn't get a chance to watch the match, Laura Kelly versus Sean Sullivan uh, debuts on this channel on Wednesday. If you're not watching on Twitch live every Wednesday, you should because this Wednesday, Andrew DeMolanta plays Molly Damon live on Twitch. That's going to be a, a good one also. So make sure you're heading on over there. It is um, twitch.tv slash the Schmodown. All right, Goddard, we got uh, Brian Still and Blue Iris with uh, the Schmobots. Dagan, um, hey all, so great to have the crew back full time. Looking forward to the continuing battle for first place in the Schmodown standing this week between Finstock Exchange, The Den, and Swag Drip Drip. Uh, steak sauce with the Schmobot, uh, sweaty Ben with the Schmobot, uh, always sunny in Philly. SCN fam, love seeing everyone back. I can't wait to see Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. I've seen Hamilton twice on Broadway, Flex, and once when it came to Philadelphia. It's incredible. They filmed it back in 2016, right before the original cast began departing the show. Oh, that's cool. That's all right. Well, good. I'm excited about that because I've never seen the show, and I want to see it finally. And I also, Uh, I was, when I heard that they were doing a movie, I didn't know if they were actually going to, like, have sets and, like, actually make it like a, I love that they're, they just. The concert. It's a concert film. Yeah, it's a concert film. It's great. I love that. But didn't they talk about doing an actual film, though? And that, that I mean, or they, I they are in talks. I believe I think, it was. I, at- well, I know that, you know, oh, his I other one, In the Heights, is an actual film. It's an actual, you know, movie. But I don't know if they were ever talking about Hamilton doing it. Yeah. Um, press making stuff up. No, yeah, although, I'm going to look up although the we say that, Although we say that, and he's usually right when he says shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next? Uh, it's always sunny in Philly. SEN fam, love seeing everyone. Oh, I just read that one. Uh, it's always sunny in Philly. Another one. SEN fam, my count uh, goes green in PA this Friday, which means indoor dining and movie theaters can open at 50%. Oh, Philadelphia is a little behind and <laughs> supposed to go green on July 3rd. We have been slower to reopen as a state. Looking forward Great. to closer theaters. Uh, I think that they should continue to be behind. Uh, yes. if, you, if you're watching everything going, it is going worse and worse and worse. The, the places that reopened early are breaking out into cases. So it's like, I... Did I, you... Did you but you're a facts guy, Christian. Why are you all into these I, facts? I, I, I don't get scientist. into it, but... But like, but like the simple fact that a healthcare worker and 15 of her friends, as soon as that shit opened, said, let's go. And then she was like, mm. 
So yeah. like, I don't <laughs> let's chill. I'm not going anywhere near a theater. I I uh-huh. hope I hope Tenet is amazing. I can't wait to see it on Blu-ray. See it in the drive-in. The drive-in. Yeah, yeah. That's the way you gotta watch. Yeah, yes. one way. And the other way is, I've never felt more motivated to become a millionaire, so I can just rent out a movie theater one day and go see Tenet after the fact in the theater. I don't. Yeah. Want I want nothing. No, thank you. I want nothing, dude. Florida had 7,500 cases. In less than 48 hours, get me the fuck out of there. I'm not going to anywhere near far. Kidding me? Most of my family lives there. I could. Brian, I, stay home. Stay no, home. he hasn't moved. He hasn't. Li- he hasn't left this place. 7,500 fucking cases. Are you kidding? Well, me? And that's that's actually. I know we don't really talk sports on this show, but that's actually they're they're rethinking about the NBA actually doing that at Disney World now because of how much it's exploded. They're like, how do we get you guys in and protect them? You can't. You yeah, can't. Yeah. 7,500 in two days. Two days. It's it's insane. No, thank yeah. you. And uh, it's a different show. All right. Listen, I don't want to bring the mood down, but a film adaptation of the musical is in development, but likely many years off. That's at the there end of go. the article I read. <laughs> it is! I, said, I, don't, I don't doubt you anymore. I really don't. All right, what's next? Where's my uh, mic? Tim Sim, Brian Still, <laughs> Honey Baked Hamill uh, with the Schmobots. All right, Brett. We get it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you don't know shit. You don't know shit. You keep challenging, you keep challenging my opinions. Well, guess what, Goddard? You know shit. Yo, Ben. Here's the whole thing, bro. You have to understand. This is this is Brett's show now. He, that's true. This is a flirted blouse, bro. Like you can't. Like you can't. No, no, wait show alone for three months. You you wait a damn minute. You're telling me that every time he opens his fucking mouth, he gets it right. And you motherfucker is still telling me shut his trap. I get it. He says one word when you ask him. You ask the dumb motherfucker how a movie is. He says good. Of course you're gonna think every fucking answer is wrong. Does He's a damn genius when it comes to that. Maybe he's like, well, those stupid assholes just sitting around, figuring out. Light bulb goes off his head. He says, oh, I got it here. I got it right. Put the motherfucker on Jeopardy. Not on this show, boring-ass motherfucker. <laughs> I love the original uh, Batman song. Jesus Christ. All right, what does Dick Hole Jenkins have to say, Ben? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. It's uh, Dick Hole Johnson, sir. Uh, It's always sunny in Philly. RIP to Joel Schumacher. I also really loved 8mm with Nick Cage from 99. Oh, and I know you mentioned it, but A Time to Kill is a good one. The Lost Boys is one of my favorite horror films of all time. It's a great one. It really is. It's like... Uh, I like bread and butter. I like toast and bread. I love that scene. He's in the bathtub and, and all shit, fucking hell breaks loose. And the creepy fucking guy at the end. I, I you can I picture his face. I never remember. He's a, it was like a famous character actor. He's like the ultimate like villain in the whole movie. Oh, it's really creepy. And Keith Sutherland again, really really yeah. great. Um, Keith right, Sutherland's a good villain. Uh, always sunny. Uh, Matt Chapman with the next two. I can't watch live, so I don't know what the vibe in the room is, but I love the Hamilton trailer. Every year on the 4th, I watch uh, 1776, the musical, and uh, a couple of years, I added Hamilton as well. I got to see the stage show when it came to Tulsa. I'm excited that this year I get to watch a non-bootleg version. The bootleg copy of of Hamilton isn't mine. I'm holding it for a friend. (laughs) Next one. 
Uh, Curtis Trash Panda, uh, Boot Tickle, Cheryl Dick Panda. Oh, trash, Mark, trash Panda. Trash Panda had a, had an impression. Oh, okay. Can we get President Obama awarding the Presidential Medal of Honor to an emotional drunk Brett for his work in the podcasting world? His proud manager, Kate Mulligan, can loudly cheer him on from the audience. I've never been loud in my life, but I'll try. Uh, my fellow Americans, today I bring to you uh, a, a hero, a great, great man. I, I, I have uh, been fortunate enough to be on many a podcast. I've been on uh, Joe Rogan's. I've been on Pod Save America. I've been on everything. But, but this man right here, and all of his drunken glory has really brought what America needs right now. I, I give you Fred Sheridan. Thank you so much for your work, sir. Here's the presidential. Yeah. I just really. Pull it together. I just really should have peed before this. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, Gotti. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Tell the man thank you. Thank you, President Obama. Can you can you come back, please? Sure, sure, sure. No, of course. Can you come back in there? You are I can't do that. I jet ski way too much for that. I don't have time. All your bullshit. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you. Thank you, President Obama. We got we got a we got a follow up one there right afterwards there. That's booty tickles. <laughs> booty tickles yo that's the greatest name ever yo i'm making a character named booty tickles that's fucking fire i'm gonna figure it out you better be careful this person might be talking about somebody in their family dying of cancer or something you can't <laughs> got the name. Well, we, got six, we, got, we got six we got six minutes we got six minutes to, to make sure there we was, long... there were two other impressions there were two other impressions we pushed yeah yeah, yeah. Was... yeah. here's another one we're i would doing, like this right quote now. indignant white man I would like this quote in indignant white man, please. Maybe have him talk to Anaconda Brett. Oh, okay. So he has to read the quote. What quote? No, no quote. He just wants he just wants me to be an indignant. What do we talk about though? What should we talk what about? Um, talk about. Uh, oh, talk about ba- uh, Batman. Michael Keaton returning in uh, in Flashpoint with uh, with Anaconda Brett. Hold on a second. Let me get. Uh, <laughs> wait till you see this. Wait till you see I, this I can't wait. <laughs> Can't find anything. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna get it. Here, I'll do this instead. All right, go ahead. Well, you know, uh, Michael Keaton's uh, returning to the Batman character, and I honestly, I, I think there's really a lot of uh, precautions we gotta take when you look at the sophistication of the elements of who we become to recognize as, you know, uh, the the character and the mythology of uh, the Batman character. Uh, Yes, but he's the OG film Batman, man. You know, but you know, we really think about the original, uh, you know, character creation of the Batman character. He really started with Adam West. You know, he really did a good job of putting the, portraying the, the character on screen. But then the comic books did it a different way. But overall, you know, it just it just takes a different thing, just all all, all around the board. Yeah, honestly, it's it's just something. It's it's incredible when you really think about it. Shit, man, my eyes are open now. <laughs> that was really awesome. Oh, that's good. Yo, 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 indignant white man, what you think about the Snyder Cut? 
<laughs> say that. Say that. <laughs> plus, we have, plus, we have four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get that. was amazing. All right, next All one. Right, Thank you. Always Dean. sunny in Philly. I just want to give a shout out to the great uh, David Diggs from Blind Spotting. It's yes. a great, very underseen <laughs> film. He was the original Marquise de Lafayette, Thomas Jefferson, and Hamilton, and is currently on the Snowpiercer show on TNT. If you guys, thank you. You guys have not seen Blind Spotting. Oh, so good. Uh, commentator nerd and honor Joel Schumacher. What is your favorite ice pun from Batman and Robin? I mean, cool down, right? Isn't that it? Or- <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice, ice Age. age. <laughs> Everyone. Chill. <laughs> yes. Come on. That's good. What's next? Uh, Josh Barnett with the Schmobot, uh, making sure. Yeah, it's not an impression. There was one other uh, impression. We're looking. We're looking. We'll uh, get it. Uh, we'll get Suarez, it. Uh, regarding the Michael Keaton news, the success of Spider-Verse cannot be overlooked. That movie proved that multiverse stories can be hugely successful. Totally agree. And I think Winston hit the nail on the head with that one before. But I, I agree. I think that that plus the the, t- the, the show that they did um, – What's, what was it called, Winston? Crisis. Crisis. So Crisis, I think that it's proved that people really want to see it, especially if it's done well. And by grabbing Michael Keaton back, it's a brilliant move. All right, next. Yeah. Uh, Marshall Weeks with the Schmobot, flipping the bean. My only worry with Flash is still just Ezra Miller. He was my least favorite aspect of Justice League, and he just seems like a problematic guy. Uh, choking folks ain't fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the whole situation was, how that panned out. What, what, right? What, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. There's no we, news we, on it. We need, there's no news on it, and there's no, uh, what, what's, what was the final verdict on it? I don't know. Let, let I mean, I'll let Warner Brothers and everybody figure that out. Um, so yeah, yep. Uh, Roberto Suarez regarding the RB3's question about patents and Fat Man being connected with a multiverse subplot, everything is connected. You can have both individual, uh, universes and crossovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dave Thomas, founder cool. of Wendy's. I'll never forgive Keaton for playing the wrong founder. Ray Kroc was a crock of something, all right. But when it comes to a role of Batman, I welcome him back with open arms. That said, I better not see any Batman Happy Meals or there will be hell to pay. <laughs> uh, better Call Mall. Joel Schumacher wrote the screenplay for Sidney Lumet's The Wiz. I loved that movie as a kid. Uh, uh, Meow Mixon with the Schmobot, and then Brian's still here. It is Anaconda Brett and Drunk Kate reacting to Hamilton trailer while President Obama brags about how he saw it live. All right, here we go. Some of this one. Um, yeah, I, you know what? We'll go back to this one. And scene. Hey, uh, Kate, have you seen the a- Anaconda trailer? Or no, not that one. <laughs> No, Have you seen the Hamilton trailer? I, I know Obama's seen He tells me about it all the time. Uh, yeah, I saw the trailer. I had sex with three people in that trailer. Can you guess which three? Uh, uh, the, the PA? <laughs> the stagehand? I am so happy for the two of you. I mean, I know that you don't have the same connections that I do. You have to watch it on Disney Plus like all you other, you know, plebeians. But I got to see it live. It's incredible. You're going to enjoy the hell out of it. I saw the opening night. You're going to love this. I remember you. You're hot. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody. The trailer is in a no, movie. Hold on, hold on. We what stays in what happens at Hooters stays in Hooters. No, no don't bring that out. <laughs> uh, I want to jump to Super Chat real quick before we end it here. 
Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Gabby Sorry, Gags, uh, 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 Ben Pickled Snokes are delicious. Winston loved that shirt. Great shirt. Trash Panda, my bad. Did not mean emotional in the Schmobot in a mocking way. I didn't realize Brett had been going through a tough time. Tuned oh. in late. Oh, it's all oh. good. No, 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 no. no. Brett doesn't. Uh, Mikhail Smith, uh, good. The Flash. Uh, could the Flash movie also introduce Terry McGinnis and set up a Batman Beyond film? With Keaton playing old Bruce, I hope so. Well, they said that they said that in the second report from Slash that he's he's tuned into uh, he signed up for a couple. It looks like he could be signed up for a couple. So if that's the case, that's it's very possible to have a Batman Beyond film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Movie Man eighty two. Uh, despite Batman and Robin being terrible, I will forever defend Batman forever. It's great fun and had way more character development for Bruce Wayne than either Tim Burton movies ever did. My favorite, real, real quick. Someone wrote this. Clearly, this person hadn't watched the show. Someone comes. Is this a clickbait title? When do they talk about it? We've talked about this. We've talked about it for like a half an hour, maybe forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably tuned in late. So I'm gonna go cut the guy a break. Uh, yeah. Uh, Deontay Wimbish. My hall pass is Kate Mulligan. Oh. And uh, Wiley Henry. Uh, also, also R.I.P. Ian Home. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked. We talked about yeah, that yeah. the other day when it happened to you. It sad, and we lost. We losing. It's. Sad, but um, I was gonna, I, I, it's yeah. a weird question, but like, um, how is it? Is it strange, like, slowly losing like these celebrities, guys? Because you guys are a little bit older, like, not, not as insults or anything like that, but you know, now losing actors that I know, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm growing up with, you know, they're suddenly like passing away just from old age. Like, is it strange that you know, is because have you guys been doing this for a minute, just like seeing people you grow up watching in the 80s? No, it and sucks. Stuff? No, it sucks. I mean, yeah, it's it's it is when you as you get older, you're like, you, you start losing people that you knew about. It's I was thinking about I, well, I don't want to say there was a particular athlete I was thinking about and he's nowhere near being anywhere close to that. But I was like, oh, man, the day that that guy passes, it's going to be like really. I mean, look, shit, man, this is and, and not even from old age. Look what happened. Look at when Kobe went, you know, yeah. like, that's, like that's, that's was, the thing. That I actually right. have a harder I have a harder issue losing young people yeah I think, I think i can always if i hear if there's an eight in the front of the age if there's a yeah. nine in front of the age i can sort of say like that's a, that was a great life i should be so lucky but it's like right. it's it's the the um the heath ledgers it's the Philip anton yelchin it's the kobe bryant's it's, the, it's you know these people that i just feel like it's their deaths are like tragic that's those are the ones that really get me more than like icons from my childhood and you don't um, realize they're that old, actually. No, I know. You go yeah. like, what? He was that? Okay. Are there, yeah. any, are there any more Streamlabs or is that it? Uh, I'll refresh one more time, but I believe that is it. Oh, wait, one more. Uh, Matthew Dawson. So glad the crew uh, is back and better than ever. Quick schmodown question. What is Michael Keaton's real name? Hint, it's another famous actor's name. Michael Douglas. Yeah. That's yep, right. Yep, yes, yep, it is. Yep, it's yep, Michael yep, Douglas. Oh, nice. Nice. nice job, Kate. All right, listen. That's the show here today. I wanted to thank. Uh, I wanted to thank. <laughs> oh, you did it right. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you, RB3, for making this happen. Thank you guys. Thank you, Kate and Winston and Brett. Hold them for RB3 for putting it all together today. And remember, we have a couple matches for patrons. You're going to get an early match here today. Uh, I think you get Zipper and. Muted. One second, y'all. One second. One second. Here we go. Here we go. There you go. There we go. All right. So anyway, so this uh, this week we have a bunch of different throwdown matches. Yep. Patrons. 
Ethan Cooper and Jacobson. Wednesday, Damon versus Tim Alonza. Thursday, it airs with Jacobson Zipper airs in the channel. Ellison versus Oyama is on Friday, so check that out. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. John Rook will be back on the show hosting. And make sure, keep those donations coming in. If you want the crew to keep on coming back, keep being part of the conversation. Helps out the show, helps us going. So thank you, guys. We'll see you on the uh, flip side. Peace out.